Blog Talk Radio. And I just turned here with that old man. This is what I am, what I am. Understand, I don't give a damn. damn. My doja kosher game over, soldier, I'm coolin' Be on the sofa Niggas is posers and I'm the sculpture Don't mean it and soldier, but fuck the vultures, ah Feel them the dopeness and proper dosage, ah Crank up the focus to get it amplified Feel it in the skillet, but still it's a bigger face Do it live! That is, unless you're not listening live This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast It is Wednesday, July 18th 2018. I am your host, Travis Bryant, and joining me very shortly, I hope, uh, will be Cameron Hawkins. Uh, but in the meantime, let me go ahead and give out all the pertinent, uh, pertinent, pertinent, pertinent information. I'll say that every week. Now I can't. Um, if you want to call into the show, talk directly to Cam and myself. Hit us up on the Constellation lines. Give us a call at 347-202-0103. Once again, that's 347-202-0103. And uh, if you can't call live but you want your voice heard on the show, leave us a voicemail at 415-787-5229. Again, that's 7, I'm sorry, that's 415-787-5229. And uh, if you want to just shoot us an email anytime during the week, anytime during the show, the mailbag is always open and constantly being refreshed. Is that Dolph Ziggler? Okay. It seems out of place for Dolph Ziggler to be on while and out, but all right. Um yeah, so uh, hit us up on the email tip, East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. We've got uh, a decent amount of emails in today, some VIPs and non. Uh, always remember to indicate somewhere like in the subject or in the body of, the, of your email, whether you're a VIP or non, so we know which segment to read your email in. And uh, Twitter, you can find the show on Twitter, uh, at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. And you can find my personal Twitter, at Travlord. You can find Cam, at Seahawk, that's C-E-E Hawk. Um, yeah, so, and the last bastion of Get Adage, find us on Facebook, the Facebook fan page. It's at facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast. Uh, find us there. Share your thoughts with us there. Uh, post articles, memes, gifts, whatever you got. Um, we did have some likes this week. Another like. Nice little influx. Let's see. All right, where did I stop last week? Well, we got Chris Rucker, Mark Womack, Ron Weigel, Paul Law, 
uh, Alfred Horn, Corey Johnson. Warren Pauls, Chuck Jasmine. So if there were some overlaps there, there you go. But anyway, thanks, guys. Thanks for the likes. Uh, yeah, uh, post the uh, like the page, post it on your timeline, tag your wrestling buddies in it. Uh, yeah, get that, get that word spread that way. And, um, yeah, so uh, let's... Um, Hmm. Oh wait, Cam's like on vacation. Wait, he's in New York. <laughs> I, I guess I. I oh shit. <laughs> um. Yeah, Cam's in New York, like doing New York things. I saw him like at with Nathan's Chili Dogs and shit earlier today, and I didn't put it didn't hit me until like right now where I'm like, where the fuck is Cam? Uh. Yeah, I guess that didn't need to be said. <laughs> you know. Hey, I'm not. I'm gonna be in New York, so I'm not gonna shit. But I, mm, it'd have been nice. <laughs> Fuck, my bad, y'all. That's on me. Um, so I guess it's just me today. Yay or boo? I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, I'd go boo because I'm not very good. But uh, let's um, let's hit up this po- these poll results. So. Um, so yeah, so Cam dropped a poll, and let's find it here. And he asked a very simple question. Halfway through the year, who is your WWE top act? Like you're like not not necessarily your favorite, or the most over, or but I guess kind of all those things. But who's uh? Oh no, it is who's your WWE top act? So yes, it is kind of. Your favorite, my bad. So, yeah, so uh, the choices were AJ Styles, Seth Rollins, Alexa Bliss, and then the other, and we asked people to list if they had uh, other folks. And uh, and they did, and other got 7%, and we'll go through. Uh... So, yeah, like Ronda Rousey, uh, Braun Strowman, Becky Lynch, Kathy Kelly, who I, I think is like an announcer, so... Uh, so those were some of the other votes. Alexa Bliss uh, tied for third place, I guess, uh, with seven percent tied with other. So I think that uh, that's a that's a that's a pretty decent showing. I, I, if I was if I was Alexa Bliss, <laughs> I'd be, uh, be quite pleased with uh, getting a decent almost ten percent of a vote. Top act in the whole country in the whole company. So, uh, and in second place was AJ Styles with 31%, and winning the poll with 55% of the polling points was Seth Rollins, um, and he was who I voted for. It was just kind of, to me, it was a, a bit of a no-brainer. Um, it it, it would have been an absolute no-brainer six weeks ago before he lost the IC title and you know lost you know three matches in the last. Three, four matches in the last uh, eight weeks, something like that. But, but still, I think he's the most over. He's, you know, one of, if not the best, worker in ring, general ring general guy. 
uh, yeah, Seth Rollins is is uh, is definitely a worthy poll winner. And if there was a, a headline for the week, it would probably be. I mean, a lot happened. I mean, we had the pay per view. We had the fallout for for the next two days. Uh, and we had the Brock stuff get somewhat cleared up. So uh, it's, it's it's kind of a, a you know a crowded I think a crowded head head I think you could you you could put you could try to do three three main three stories on your on your on your cover like you know Wednesday morning. So and I would I think you know Brock's up there to. The match that they're going to have, that they had and they're going to have next week with Lashley and and, and Roman is probably up there, and uh, and um, probably you know Orton's return and, and and heelish stuff and you know mixed in with you know Shinsuke winning the title and almost losing it, but it's not for Orton. So got some stuff to talk about. And we will. So, again, hit us up, 347-202-0103. I'm going to start things off with a non-VIP email first. And uh, where is it? Here it is. Okay. Yeah, so... uh, so Jabron, he chimed in from uh, from Vegas. Um, two questions this week: Who's Car- Who's Carmella going to lose the belt to? I mean, this is going on longer than I could have ever thought. She would have held the title. This is going on longer than I could have thought she would have held the title for. I'm not I'm not sick of her having the title. I just don't think I just didn't think she would have it for the, uh, have the title for this long. I'm sick of her with the title. I'm 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 a I'm a Carmella fan. I like her act. It's just in I think in the wrong place at the top of the card, but you go where do you ha- where can she do that gimmick that way without actually being champion? There she can't be, you know, women's IC type champion where I would be okay if the Carmella equivalent you know, Jinder Mahal, and and that's pushing it because Jinder Mahal is a much more competent worker. Uh, uh, you know, given you know all things relative, I'm I'm I'm, I'm uh, taking a lot into consideration with that. But um, so yeah, so I'm 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 sick of her beating <laughs> much better, much more credible. Wrestlers clean or relatively clean or even at all. I don't give a fuck. You got a goddamn Carmella army. I'm like she won't even like. I just I get taken out of the match every time. She just blatantly just puts her puts her hand up and 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 won't let the move look good. Like the moves look horrible. Her matches are marred with. Terrible looking spots Or not even spots It's strikes That's what she's scared of She's not scared of spots 
she's athletic enough to do her spots. You know, I don't think she's scared to take a flat back bump or anything like that. Which is where you would be the you would think that's where the the danger is. You can get a concussion a lot easier. I mean, you know, in in pro wrestling for what they do for her level of work. Like a woman pulling her kick, a professional woman like Oscar pulling her kick or, you know, elbow or whatever you're so fucking afraid of, strike to the face or head, you're in a lot better hands than if you take a flat back bump wrong because you're not, you're just not good or the, the angle's bad, you didn't, you didn't compensate well enough because, you know, again, you just don't have the, the in-ring time and the, the, it's a little, you know, easier to snap your head back and hit that mat on the back of your head and, you know, Remember for a while there was some talk when the Performance Center, I think, was like maybe not brand, brand new, but it was certainly new. And they were talking about the in training guys and women were going to be, were going to have to, or, you know, wear like these, uh, basically like um, not as bulky as like the Olympic boxing, you know, the boxing gear for, you know, when they wear the, the, the headgear, but something like that. And and it's mostly like on the back of your head when you're taking flat back bumps because you know even they acknowledge that it's it's a uh, especially when you're learning. But uh, but but that was that was going that was a thing or going to be a thing for a while, and then that just never got implemented or or something. So if anybody uh, remembers that or remembers more importantly happened to it, why it didn't get implemented or was there any <clears throat> talk after you know. Anything, just, yeah, hit me up. Uh, second question from Gibran, uh, is it uh, is it far to say that Brock is probably not, maybe too far to say, is it too far to say that Brock is probably not going to lose his belt at SummerSlam? I know they're already, I know they're, they're all ready to get behind the belt. Wait, what? I know we are sorry. I know we are all ready to get the belt off of him, uh, but isn't it best for him to keep it, keep the belt because he brings the money in sales and tickets for the company? From my understanding, he can't leave and go to the UFC until early January. That's when he's cleared to fight again. I'm hoping he does not lose at SummerSlam, but they seem to uh, give him whatever he wants when he asks for it. Um. I'm not sure you can use the 2014 metrics of Brock bringing in money and tickets or any of that stuff. Like, when, sure, on the shows he's on, okay. But if he's on six shows and you're doing, you know, and that stretch you've done, you know, 50. I'm being generous, and I'm not counting, like, every house show. And you know, But, damn, people know, people are, that are buying tickets today, Gibran, to any, if you were to just pull your, pull, if you were to just uh, put every event, televised, non-televised, super show, like the thing they did in uh doing it in, in Australia and the one they did in, in Saudi Arabia, 
pay-per-view, all that. If you were to put them in a hat and 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 pull out ten slips of paper with ten individual, you know, shows, upcoming shows in the next six months, like there's a very good chance you're going to get pull ten shows out and none of them have Brock Lesnar on it. And fans absolutely know that in 2018. They know a guy that they haven't, it's July. It's the middle, it's the second half of July, and they haven't seen this guy since April? I don't think the guy buying tickets for contemplating going to Raw Monday night or, or SmackDown Tuesday night or any of the house shows in between now and and, and Sunday and any of these shows leading up to SummerSlam are buying a ticket with, you know, thinking Brock Lesnar is or even might be there. So I just I take a, take umbrage with that part because he brings in money and sales and sales tickets for the company. He's taking a lot of money out, fam. Like, they're paying him, like, goo gobs of money to not do much. And, hey, if you're Lesnar, <laughs> man, that is the dream to, you know, make money not doing nothing or very little. The fuck? I just left a job uh, that was paying me more for a job that's paying slightly less, but, but less, like, <laughs> you know, because... Fuck that workload I had before. Like, no way. Like, I'd rather take, you know, 15% cut if I got a 70% rise in, uh, you know, uh, uh, life, quality of life, that kind of thing. Um, you know, not, then I don't want to sound dramatic like I was working in a well, <laughs> coal mine or anything. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So yeah, so that's the that's on like thumbs up to Brock for and his agent, his real life agent for working that deal out, working these multiple deals out over and over and over again. But again, a ticket buying audience is not fooled into thinking Lesnar might show up tonight. I'll put my money on the no. He's not reason no, no. I don't see a bunch of Suplex City T-shirts anymore. So, yeah, thanks to Brian for the email. Um, let's, uh, let's head to the Constellation line. Let's talk to Kylan. Go to Newark. What up? Kylan, what's going on? Not much, Travis. How are you doing this week? Doing all right. Um, what's on your mind? Go ahead, ask your question, and I'll, you know, mute you so I can answer it. With Caitlin announced as returning for the second annual May Young Classic in a few weeks, are there any other former WWE women's wrestlers that you would like to see be re-signed or come in for 
a one-off match at some point. Hmm. So the ones we got, like from you have to remember, we got a lot of returns at surprise. You know, like uh, Eve Torres didn't she show up in the, at the Rumble, uh, at the Women's Rumble? Um, uh, Molly, and so we got a lot of a lot of that. But I, and I don't think any of the people that returned. Any of those mid two thousand, mid to late two thousand divas, or even the uh, early two thousand, you know, Trish and Lita and Molly, and uh, think, did Miss Jackie show up, or you know, uh, you know, Beth Phoenix? Oh, I mean, it's not that was that absolutely isn't going to happen, but I mean, Beth Phoenix would be would be spectacular. I mean. Beth Phoenix is what I've been is what I is what I what I want. Like I want the women to get bigger, faster, stronger. Like I want Bianca Belair to be the norm and not 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 Dakota Kai. Like she's fine, she's great, she's little and spunky and athletic. But I don't like I'd rather and, and she was the wrong person. Like Mandy Rose. Like she just she yeah, she looks good and all that, but like and she's not even small, and that's really another bad example for a different reason. But I just, uh, yeah, I should probably have read my uh, <laughs> my May Young Classic articles, like uh, columns that I wrote last last summer. Um, but yeah, like I was, I was a big fan of uh, what's her face, the the the, the Scottish one, um, Nevin Piper Nevin, and you know, and Kavita. Uh, Kavita Devi, Devi, like where's she? I want her to show, and I saw her in the locker room on NXT a couple weeks ago. I'm like pumping my fist, you know, Nia Jax. I want, uh, yeah, I'm very, very anxious for the for women that are you know between Dakota Kai's size and Mandy Rose's size. To, to you know, and every and everything in between to not be all you all you see. Like, love Charlotte because she's six damn feet, and you know, uh, yeah, statue, chisel, you know, goddess type, you know. Same thing with Bianca Belair, and yeah, so there's that. Um. What else you got, Kylan? Oh, and, and I'm and I'm happy for uh, for for for, or I'm happy that she's back. Uh, I'm gonna say Celeste because that's her real name, but what the hell, Caitlin? Kylan said it. Um, yeah, I'm happy Caitlin's back because again, you know, hey, get some more muscly women in there. Uh, I'm I'm mad. What's her face didn't work out. Brooke, uh, uh, Brooke, what's her face? Uh, Dana Brooke. I wish she worked out because, man, I mean, look at her. <laughs> you know, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Even though she's tiny, she's you know, five one. She's like an inch taller than than, uh, <laughs> than a champion than Alexa Bliss. I mean, if they they tagged them up and named them five feet of fury to hold the the whole gate, 
the team name, that gimmick name. That'd be be fun. Possibly. Anyway. Uh, Kylan, uh, jump back in. Anything else? And my second question is in regards to the universal title situation. Since the expected finish of Roman Reigns' beater Bobby Lashley did not happen on Sunday, I I came up with this question. If Bobby... If... If Bobby Lashley beats Roman Reigns again on Monday, should fans assume that Vince McMahon has finally given up on Roman Reigns as the top babyface, or do you think Vince will try to come up with another one of his endless ways to try to force Roman Reigns into the top babyface position. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say the latter. Um, you know, it's because, one, we've been here a bunch of a bunch of times before in the last four years, five years, like we've, uh, like we've we've all experienced the cool down, you know, where they where they where they pretend like oh Roman's in the mid card now, or he's no oh, he can't he's not winning a bunch of big matches no more. Hey, he should probably uh he's the underdog, and then they overplay their hand and don't uh, too too fast and so that's what we're that's what we're getting we're, we're and I don't even know if we'll if it'll even be that blatant cuz I don't think Roman loses again on Monday like when they set it up like I like during the match on the, at the pay-per-view I was like okay I think Bobby's going to win you know like I'm 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 pretty sure Lashley's going to win because that's just that makes sense like the story that they're telling it makes it makes the most sense and then what happened monday happened with the triple threat matches with them winning and i was like oh okay there's no way lashley wins two in a row and and if it's especially if it's a number one which number oh which pissed me off because that should have been the number one contender match like why wasn't lashley versus roman at the pay-per-view a number one contender match or ostensibly the number one contender match. Whether they said it or not, the winner should have been the Bobby Lashley. Should be like I shouldn't have had. I shouldn't have to wrestle in any triple threat match, let alone a triple threat match to qualify for a shot. Like fuck all that. I should be the number one contender. Period. Like just early, like from the gate, like. You know. So uh, yeah, but I know they got to get matches. TV, you know, they have to have TV matches and whatever, but. That's not my concern. They're they're bullshit creative, and you know they should have matches people want to see on TV. <sighs> so yeah, um, yeah. 
Roman wins at the pay per view, and but if but if he doesn't, if Lashley does win, I don't take that uh, to answer your second part. Like I said, the la- I think it's the latter. It's uh, if Roman does win, or if Lashley does win, don't think Roman's uh, going anywhere. Like he'll be in a big match at SummerSlam. Um, with that, he'll probably win. And yeah, and then he'll be right there at the end of the year and rolling into WrestleMania season, ready to be heated up like fully again. <laughs> like, yeah. All right. Appreciate the call, Colin, as always. Let's uh, move on. Let's uh, stay in the area and just move across bridge and go to Mike in Brooklyn. Uh, Mike, what's going on? What's up, playboy? How you feeling, Try? Hey, man, not too bad. Hard things. Yeah, I missed the first half of the, you know, the joint. I touched bases with Cam, too. We, you know, we supposed to be, you know, providing, you know, he don't got no family activities. We post the link like Friday's, you know. Good. And I was hoping y'all would have gotten up uh, before before today, and so maybe you'd have like uh, some stories or shit to tell. <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, he did get up with Jeff, and and they had a good time and drank for hours. I heard. Uh, yeah. But yeah. So yeah, he's up there yeah. doing his thing. Yeah, that's a snap. Same thing with the with the family, you know, calling. When you making your way back to the northeast, trash? Man, listen, I don't I don't know. Uh, <laughs> if I had the patience, if I had the and if and if my knees could have held up, I don't know, Mike, you know my the last like three months as I was just going through with my knees, I was working with working at Amazon and uh I was, you know, icing my knees every goddamn night it was a mess. So if I could have oh, held up and like you know, man, stack man, a you sound like I just you sound like Jeff Hardy. Couldn't do it, man. Yeah, body fell apart on me overnight. Yo, yo, isn't it just crazy? Like right before I tried, like that's what I was looking at. Um, forget that's one of the points that I wanted to hit with you on the pay per view. Is like right before our eyes, you see. Is almost the end of an era. Like that's the last of that trifecta, of that that TLC game is the Hardys, and it's like to me, I see them like just rapidly, you know, deteriorating. Well, like, that's fine as long as they're not, as long as they're not asked to do, you know, more than. You know, the first thing somebody wrote on Twitter when Hardy and Shinsuke got, you know, started, you know, their intro started, like, damn, this match going to really go 20, 20, 22 minutes? Like, okay. Like they, they they think Jeff can go, you know, can, can hold up for, you know, a third of an hour? Like, all right. Like, we'll, we'll see. Me, and I he did. Th- like, I, 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 thought, yeah. I, thought he, I think he was fine, like. I didn't I think it was a uh, damn good match. put himself or Shinsuke in any kind of... And again, they didn't ask him to do... You know, he knows what he can and can't do. And I don't think his opponents are going to 
or the or the agents are going to put him in. Uh, that's one thing I think wrestling is very very good at is knowing okay a guy is at a certain level now and there are certain things right. you can't uh, ask him we to do but them. at least not all the time anymore. So yeah, you know when your agent is you know Fit Finley or you know whoever. And they're feeling it. They know. They get it. Yeah. I mean, I believe he's he's saving it for one more big dump stun at, at SummerSlam because that beating last night he took by that was it. That was as vicious a beating I've seen since shit since about the late nineties. And especially when he grabbed and stretched that fucking air with the gauge out last night. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Like I couldn't tell. Like. Did he, like, you know, like, is this, is his, I was like, his heart, his gauge is big enough that he can fit his entire, but then I realized, like, no, 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 he just, you know, he probably doesn't wrestle with men, and he's, like, just in the whole, which, in a little, in a, it's almost like, it, it, for real, for real, Mike, it was like a guy or girl being in a hold for, you know, two minutes, three minutes, like, come on, like, you, you can't, you just can't, like, uh, it's like, uh, I don't think that ear skin would have held up after all that. Right. Uh, I, I, I say he got about a, a half a second more before he snapped his fucking guy's ear on live TV. Uh-huh. Before he pulled his guy's ear apart. But I, I, I thought last night was a, was a pretty good show. I, I, I mean, I also like Raw, too. The pay-per-view. Huh? I'm watching it again. It's on in the background now. Yeah, I like um, that. Ain't Andrade and AJ now. That's just that's just like the tip of the iceberg. Probably with those that guys. That wasn't even. Do. Yeah, I was about to say that wasn't even. Uh, to me, it was like, oh, this is this was just I first time. I, I think this was the first time at uh, wrestling. I was like they're just giving right. us a taste of of what of what counts. I was like that's going to be on a pay per view. It has and to be. It has to be. So, so what were you talking about last week? Being that you know, and I got it from a reliable dude because you know my boy lives out there in Wilkes-Barre. Shout out to my boy Troy. Um, he went to the show Where? last night out there in uh, PA in Wilkes-Barre, where the show was at. Oh, Wilkes-Barre. Okay. Yeah. So he said there he it was predominantly all AJ merch. Like eighty percent of the. So what I'm asking is like, so what is he saying? Champion? Like AJ not going anywhere no time soon as the champion? I don't think so. And then just that 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 it then with him being the cover, you know, the cover boy for the for the game. Like I don't know, but I mean, I would like to see. I I mean, pretty much we know this where this is going, and it'd be a travesty if it doesn't go that way with Joe being the number one contender because he said it in so many words and words. Like, I'm going to keep destroying everybody until y'all give me what I want. <laughs> Everybody's going to pay until I get what I want. And I don't know, like, the cohesiveness of whoever took over the book over there at SmackDown, like, I love how it's going because of the simple fact they're trying to alienate themselves as far away as possible from what they're doing on Raw. Only thing that's repetitive is the women's champion. Like, we all concur, Carmella fucking sucks. 
I mean, she's hot. She's a hot number. She's gorgeous and all that, but she sucks. Man. They so desperately need to get that fucking tight wall for that girl. Like, I swear she reminds me of, of a Kelly Kelly type in the ring. It's just that bad. Yeah, I also don't think it's... I don't, I don't like the comparisons of her and Alexa Bliss. Nah, I think you know, Alexa might be able to have it No, Alexa Bliss is a green, is, is green, right? But she's not green in the way where you're every time you watch her matches, you're like, look at that, look at that, look at that. No, it's just, she. It's it's different. She's green in a different way. She's inexperienced in a different way. I don't, and it's not even, it's really just the selling. It's, it's be it's taking Carmella the selling punches and kicks the way she does. I think should be. I think wrestlers should be complaining. She makes everything look like shit. Right. She she like she reminds me of one of those feeling with Alexa. Like I don't think Alexa's in there like afraid to get hit. No. Look at point and taste, Trav. Look at how what's the name just flung up on her fucking all Monday night. Look her how body was, I said, look at how Ronda just flung up on her all Monday night. Like she she definitely, you know, a bump taker. But this girl, this this fucking Carmella, she reminds me of a bad fucking glow match. That's what she reminds me of. A bad glow match. And it's like if you got to put so many fucking nuts and bolts and James Ellsworth and all this one and that one and the third to fucking sugarcoat and cover her up, i say get her out of there. Like, take that shit off of her. I mean, I understand, like, they probably going off the dynamics that she probably, you know, is a better talker than, you know, all the girls on the roster, and that's about it. She's a better talker. Than that. And to me, that's where it ends. That's where it begins by her. Yeah, and I they're like really they, playing into it doesn't it doesn't help that they're playing into the which I guess is they take the they take advice and, and they're wrong because you always want to like play into their strengths and blah 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 no they're playing into reality at times they're playing into the fact that she's trash yeah I mean they did the same shit with Lana no problem with her gimmick. Per se, like it's it's really good. I love that laugh she's got. She's super obnoxious. It's just she makes she brings other people down. Yes, she do. She does. She that's definitely not does. like no matter how good you are individually. Like if you bring people down around you, like you're not good. Like you're you're extra you're not. not good. Like again, Alexa's I mean, not the best wrestler, but she don't. She bring another not the, the best wrestler, Nia Jax, up. Or right. at the very least, they, they they stay the same. But you certainly don't come out of a a Nia Jax versus Alexa Bliss match going like, oh, they both suck. Like she's like Carmella right. makes me think Oscar sucks because I go, why the fuck can't Oscar put this bitch away in two minutes? Exactly. <laughs> like she was supposed to kill her. Goldberg her in two fucking minutes. You ain't never lie, right? And another thing, like, I love, like, give, give uh, Vince 
stupid 70 year old ass a round of applause for making this universal title shitless and fucking building a storyline that killed their biggest draw right now. Because if boy don't got go away, he X5, he, I, don't, I, I don't know who does. Who? Like, it's fucking um, Brock. To me, he has that go-away, that, that go-away. Oh, yeah, yeah, when they were like, we're going to take this. When Kurt said, I'm going to strip him of the title, and the crowd went nuts. Like, strip yo, that title. is not the action you want. That's why homie talking about in the email, I think it was Jabron, talking about, hey, he sell tickets and shit. Like, what the fuck? Are you fucking serious? They, Did you hear that crowd now. go, we don't want to see him. Fuck that guy. And if they think with any fucking inkling, that they are going to pull that match off for the third time in one year at Brooklyn, New York. They're out of their fucking minds. But I think they're smart enough to know. I think it's. I think they're going to swerve. I think they're going to try to swerve us on uh, Monday because they should be. Or somebody should be advising this guy that that shit is ill-advised. Do not bring that match to Brooklyn. Do not bring that match to Brooklyn. Because I don't think beach balls will be played. I think somebody will sneak something else in and, and, and throw it in there. Like, do not bring that same tired ass. I'll be tired of it. Nobody's pining to see that same shit again. We've seen it twice already. If they bring it to Brooklyn, this will be, be the third time inside of a six-month time frame they have done this match. I'm tired of it. Don't want to see it again. Ever. Will it? Willis says Vince loves AJ. He said he wants him to be a long-term record-breaking champion. So, yeah, he'll probably um, since being that is the is the direct title that Punk had, it'll probably break Punk's record. Like I said, like we said a couple weeks ago, and you know it's documented. I could see, I mean, I could see AJ holding it to about WrestleMania next year. Yeah, but I don't think WrestleMania makes him a Record-breaking. Uh... Yeah, it will, because he won the title um, last November. So November put him out a year, and if he hold it next year to WrestleMania, he'll be up there. He will definitely well, be up okay. there. But I'm saying, but Brock's, uh, I guess if we're just not counting the Universal title. I think they should let him Which pass is a, Brock. Is okay. Well, yeah. Brock's still the champion, and he's broke. He's he broke Punk's thing already. And so every me, day his goes up as well. With all due respect, so to me, that's fucking he universal can be title. All he wants until Brock yeah. drops it and stops click ticking up every day. Um, you know, AJ's going to hold that thing for a long time. And I don't know if... Uh, I don't know if the crowd fans will have the same. I mean, maybe. I'm not. I don't know. If, I'm not saying they'll turn on them or anything, but because you know why? I, I don't think so. Because AJ is versatile. You can go out there and he, he can give them, you know what I mean, quality on the fucking ninety yeah. bases if he, you know, chooses. So that's probably one of the top three, top five guys in the entire world. It has been for the um past what fifteen years. Yeah, you know, like, he is the template. He's the template of every match that has happened after him. And and that you know, when he, you know, became a star in that X division. Like to me, he is the template for all those matches or all those high spots and shit during you know what I mean? During these matches. He is the template for that shit. 
He's definitely the template. I would say he's like, you know, he's like the godfather of his of this era as far as like working and shit like that. And then Kenny and all these other guys come, you know, behind him. Because they ain't really started getting, you know, on the map and getting noticed until about three, four years ago. And to me, I don't think he get a lot of credit. You know, AJ, for, I mean, I know they took it to another plateau, but I don't think he get, a, you know, the credit he deserved for kind of like bringing that whole Bullet Club shit, you know, into the mainstream eye of America. Yeah, right. It blew, it was all it was a it was a super like niche thing, and then AJ got to Japan and it became like right. That's when I started seeing people in the thing everywhere, like in the mainstream yeah. wrestling. It became yeah, like it spread, and now it's just you know everybody's got a, a version of a Bullet Club shirt. And it sells. I mean, it, but I think, but to me, but it's the thing is, like the how I see it, very anecdotally, um, it's like gun ownership, like how five percent of gun owners own like eighty percent of the guns. I guess the motherfuckers that own like a thousand different guns that are, yeah. So you know, so like I got a homie in one of these wrestling groups I'm in. He buys like every fucking Bullet Club shirt that's out there, every one. And he's like, "Yeah, I was at Hot Topic," and I left. I'm like, "Sam, that's like, like the dough he's dropped on uh, on Bullet Club stuff is absurd over the those over boys, the last few years." Those boys, and Funko Pops, you know, so he gets those too. Not all Bullet Club. I mean, he likes other other wrestling stuff, but like, you know, that's like. I, I think the Bullet Club merch is like it's a peep. It's like and just and right, that's a fact. And to lead me back to my point that I had made a couple of weeks ago, Trav, is that you gotta be out of your fucking mind now with the announcement that ROH and New Japan is gonna, you know, do that uh, merch show at the Garden. I will guarantee. I will almost for certainly guarantee you, in the words of Rock, that Vince is going to offer those boys top money just to sabotage that show, just so they can, just so they won't have them for that show. He's going to make those guys the offer they can refuse. What and tell them you got to accept it in the next, you know, you got two weeks <laughs> to sign. He's going to make those guys a big money offer, big money. He's going to make a play for those guys. Guaranteed they're going to make a plate ball those four. Like, we can't hurt them one way, do we're hurting them another way. Do they have, are, are those four, do they have the, I don't want to call it integrity because I don't want to make it seem like not doing it is lack of, they have a lack of integrity. Uh, but for lack of a better word, would those four have the integrity to to not sign and to go, if you want us, you'll want us in six months and uh, talk to us in six months when we're done this, uh, when we're done, or, or not six months from now, but, you know, whenever. Six like, months Assuming after. they try to do it, assuming they try to get them in November, just, you know, they coming up in the next six months. Um, yeah, but I think they're going to make a push. Reason being, 
No, 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 no. WWE got... might, is going to make a push, but dude, my question is, do those four go, nah, we're going to make a go at this? Uh, you, again, if you want us, you'll want us in in April and in March, in April and May and June. You know, talk to us then. Well, but until then, well, interviews... uh, or or yes, we'll sign, but we want we. But you're also going to let us do this. Like, do, do I they think have, they might give they have it in them to do either of those two things. I think they might try to pull that and one. Risk WWE on. Fuck you. We're not ever going. You know. You, you, you're sorry, pal. We'll never sign you now because we're pissed and you know that kind of thing. They might get pissed, but WWE ain't stupid. Those are the hottest fucking commodities in the game right now. So to not capitalize on them, make money off of them. Um. Also, we got this little, well, not little, this big thing, you know, shame thing going on starting next year on Fox. You know what I mean? They need the talent. They need new fresh faces. Like, they're going to need that. And especially if uh, Captain Killamore and Brock don't, you know, don't stick around, we're going to need something spiced up, you know what I mean, this show. Because going into that Fox show, like I heard, All Hands on Deck is going to be one of those type of deals. Because not only will the premiere, you know, be, right. you know, the first so- time. On network hey, TV, it would be the twentieth anniversary. If you're if you're the Bucks and Omega, and who's the fourth? Um, Cody. Huh? Cody. Cody. Oh, of course. So if you're the Bucks, Omega, and Cody, and you you know this. So even like back to my like, if they go no, if you want us, you'll want us. And you know, next summer, and not this winter or 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 this coming spring to try to sabotage the the, the March or the April show at the Garden. So the Bucks yeah. know there's a good chance of if they say no, we're going to do this, or if you want to sign us, you're also you're going to allow us to still do this. They know WWE has this Fox thing, and they're going to need all hands on deck come October. You know when they go over to Fox next year, next this you know, you know this time next year, that MSG show will be behind them. The the Fox show debut will be two months away, three months away. That'll be the time if you're the Bucks and Cody to to cash in, not this coming November, December, January. Knowing they're think, only doing it, they're doing it in con, in conjunction with trying to set, trying to hurt that hurt the garden show. But you can, if you're Cody and them, I think have your cake and eat it too. Right. You can big money and right. do your thing and 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 have your let leave your legacy in the garden without Vince and 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 you know draw you know twelve fifteen maybe eighteen thousand sell that place out who knows. Um. So you know this. Yeah, I I think it's it's in their favor because what WWE has coming up, and they know it. And I think if they're just patient and they don't go, oh yeah, we'll take the big money. And I don't think they do that. They're like everybody talks about how they're just such good businessmen and how look how independently wealthy they are and they've done it all on their own. So why would I'm not going to 
think they're I'm not gonna question their their I mean don't get me twisted. They making top yeah. money, they making good money, but they ain't making you know Right, but just what I talked about a minute, uh, you know, half hour ago, Mike, about taking less money, but fuck, I get home and the sun's up for like four hours. Right. (laughs) You know, before I was getting out, I was out of the house by eight in the morning. I was sometimes home at 11 at night just to ice my knees for for a few hours and go to bed and do it again in the morning. Like, fuck that. Right, what do you mean? I'm I'm home fucking 10, 11 o'clock every night. Twelve hour days from one job from an eight hour job to a four hour job on the weeknight. And and boy, my buttons be feeling like fucking Jim Brown and uh I'm gonna get you sucker sometime. <laughs> but yeah, it's like um But I'm saying, I so believe, yeah, everything's like paid and, and you don't have anything that, necess- that you necessarily worry about, you know. I'm sure you'll be worried. Uh yeah. but if you could like Increase the quality of life a little. I mean, I don't know. I again because they're doing fine. They don't have to. It's not a, as tough of a as tough of a question as it is. Like if you just you know work blue collar shit and you do like you know <laughs> you know you do regular normal people stuff where you're not making potentially hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. Like you make yeah. serious sacrifices to be that comfortable. But yeah. the difference between but making thirty five grand a year and forty five, that's like very like it's just like fuck it. Like why would I yeah. kill myself over that? That that ten grand that's gonna get taxed anyway is not making a big difference in my quality of life. But when you're talking, hey, yeah, I make if we work really, really hard independently, you know, we can pull in, you know, say a buck fifty, you know, a piece. Boy, how wouldn't it be great to let other people do all the hard work, like the right. research and all that creative stuff, and, and was, pull in, you know, five, ten times that? Shit, that buck fifty is turning to about five, six hundred grand. Right, you know what it's I'm not saying? more. I'm thinking, you know, yeah, right, millions, millions. Yeah, maybe a million. But that's yeah. the same thing that you just said, Trav. Is exactly what they said, what they have said in recent interviews, and including Omega. He was like, "Well, you know, my style of fit, you know, the WWE mode, um, probably quite like a hand in glove because you know I can slow down. I think like these guys are starting to see, you know, health wise, because look, I mean, just look at the rates that those New Japan guys go." You know what I'm saying? And the Bucks, they ain't getting, yeah. no, you know, they ain't getting no younger. I think Matt is, a, right. is about, what, 35 now? And his brother might be about 31, 32. Kenny about almost 35. Like, they, I'm, I'm not only from a, um, you know, a standpoint of just looking at it yeah. to where I take right. an old like boy. I just, like, imagine, yeah, somebody's like, hey, you want to make money, more money? And, and you also get family. to, like... And be financially fucking secure, set up for the rest of their life. To me, sometimes, like us as fans, I think we could be a bit selfish. Like, you know what I'm saying? You want these guys on the Indies and and shit like that for the next 10 years, and then fucking, uh, well, potentially Matt pushing Nick around or Nick pushing Matt around in a fucking wheelchair because they had to go out there and, you know what I'm saying? And just, you know, just, just, 
risk life and then, you know, for the enjoyment of, you know what I mean, of people, at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? These dudes got families and shit and all that too. Wives and children and, you know, people they got to look after and care for too. So, I mean, at some point in their career, I think it will behoove them to go there, even if shit don't work out. You know, at least they say they right. took a stab at it and they made some fucking money. They made some big money. And 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 you can't take away, you know, uh, you know. I worked for WWE. I was on this pay per view. Look at me interacting right. with uh, uh, Roman Reigns or fucking whoever. Right. I want them to go and get some of that merch money from them. Go go get some of that. EA Sports money, go get some of that Mattel money from them. Like, come on. I mean, you just think about it. You, you, they come there and sign, you know how fucking hot and fast. Like, I mean, they're quick with the kids off the rip because they look like two big grown-ass kids. So they're quick with the kids. You know, they're very colorful. Like, so, I mean, it's like almost like a hand in glove. Like, everything will fit. Everything will fit. They got the name. People know who they are worldwide. So them coming in, like, I could see some shit, you know, and them being tantalized by probably Hunter or somebody pitching them a big spot on Mania. Because it's like, where do you go, you know what I mean, this year with this Mania card back in New York City? You can't just put together fucking Roman Reigns at the top against, you know what I mean? They ain't going to bite. It ain't going to bite. Wait, Mania's in New York? Oh, right. Yeah, Mania 35 is fucking that whole week. Everything is in New York. It's back in New York. It's at MetLife. You got to take over at uh, Barclays. And everything else is at Barclays Center. The Hall of Fame, all that shit is at the center. So between SummerSlam and there is, 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 you know, and the glide back to this universal title thing, I think to me, I believe, I feel like Lashley should win. I feel like he should win. I feel like he should win. I think that is a fucking travesty that he has to even fight this guy again. Like, he beat him clean, clear, you know what I mean? Clear cut. Like, he beat him. So, so, so real quick, Darrell on Twitter says, uh, the Bucks and them would be fools not to take the cash early. Like, so if they offered them something come this fall or winter to try to sabotage, you know, that smart April show, uh, they should take that deal because they they have the leverage before the show, not after. Right. They lose right. it if they don't. They lose it if they don't. And then they, like a free agent. Not yeah, they might try to lowball them after that. First off, I'm and with Darrell 100% behind that. I'm with, uh, I'm with Darrell 100%. Oh, let me you don't know what could cost your leverage. Like, that show could be a flop, and then you're done. Right. Or if they gain no ground. Okay. Well, it could be. Um, and notice, hold on, Trav, not just real quick. Because remember, they haven't yeah. even had the all-in yet in September. But that's sold out, So though. assuming the deal gets... They get offered this deal after All In, but before, you know, All In 2 and New Year, you know, whatever the Mania weekend show is going to be. Well, Kenny's um, contract don't expire until next year. The Bucks and Cody's contract expire at the end of this year. 
So Kenny, I mean, they they got a ways to go before they could even fucking talk and talk to Kenny and you know, and then you know, WWE they treading water because you know, Kenny and the Bucks, I mean, the Bucks and Cody are mainly signed to ROH. So they're treading water with fucking Sinclair, like because Sinclair is breathing down their neck, like. Y'all been fucking tampering with our contracts for the past few years. Y'all think we don't know what the fuck is going on. You tried to tamper with Y'all been what with our contracts? I'm trying to contract tamper. Tampering with contracts. Oh, WWE, you're saying that. Okay. Yeah, how you think they got uh, fucking uh, KO and Sami Zayn and fucking uh, Adam Cole and all these guys, you know what I mean? Because they know that. ROH probably couldn't pay them the money that they was being offered, to, you know, to come over. And, I mean, this has been Vince's fucking, you got to understand, since the beginning but, of time, but I'm um, saying Pratt, this has been Vince's McMahon theory. To counter that leverage point, I, I thought I did earlier. That's the only reason I think you have, they have, they have, they have it to, to they have it to wait because, all in, sure. They lose their leverage with the with the shows. Those shows can be a those shows can be a flop. They're not, they're not going to be a flop. Those shows cannot be gangbusters. And the and Buck, the Bucks and them still have the value that they have to right now. If if this is if it's next this year next time next, if it's this time next year, we we've got obviously gotten through both those shows and both those shows were good wrestling shows but nothing special you know uh, wow. hey here's a surprise you know hey Scott Hall showed up and you know you know uh, 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 whatever I can't I don't know he doesn't have a movie to me only no. thing that can push that fucking show over the moon is if one Phil Brooks go in and be the headliner right. of that show. That show sold out. Even if none of that doesn't happen, and we're in next June or July, WWE still there. The leverage is WWE is going to need those guys, or certainly could use those guys headed into right. Fox in October. I just, I just right. said that. So now, you they can't have say double that, leverage. But... They got the money in the bank and a number one contender spot. But we know how fucking impetuous and narcissistic WWE can be if they feel like they've right. been I mean, snubbed already. Hey, you know what? This it. time around, we're going to try to Not. fucking lowball these guys. Fuck them. Yeah. We're going to lowball I mean, and, 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 Absolutely. And that's, that could be, that's the risk. That is a risk. I'm not, I'm not sitting, you know, dismissing that there's any kind of, that there's no risk involved when you're, sure. And it ain't my career and my money and my bank account, my family, you know, that I'm, that I'm, Right. You know, speculating with over here. I, I get that. But I'm just saying, acknowledging that they have their number one contenders and that money in the bank. Right. So they've got double leverage. But I think and again, I don't I just, I mean to, to think that any of either of those shows are gonna flop, I think is just uh nah, I think all in the be spe- uh, uh be it's a not looking at it's not looking at history. Not looking at yeah. inter- you know uh, recent history. I mean, how many people would uh, will say? I mean, I don't, I don't know uh, Darrell's position, and we'll talk later. But people go, man, those ten minute elite episodes are better than the three hours of Raw. Blah blah blah. You know, like 
Like that's not going to go oh, away. Sometimes they are, but some you know sometimes that should yeah, be of course, like everything else. I mean, sometimes they, like they are, they like and they're going to hype it up. Yeah, most so, times they are. are. I'm a fan of it. I think it's fun. Right. Yeah. Sometimes those shits could be a little bit too. You know, is, a little bit. Guys, I trust those guys and their creativity and this creativity with New Japan come come next April that they'll be fine. And they're already saying Gato. Anything but fucking flop. They're already saying Gato. Unless they try to do like WWE house. pricing and charge people. They, shit, they might. It's the garden. They're going to have to because I, of the rent. Yeah. The rent for that yeah. fucking garden. They're going to have to. Like the tickets are going to be ridiculously high because of that. The, the rent that space. They got to at least break even. And to pay that rent back, that shit is going to be ridiculously high. That's why they stopped going to the garden on a regular basis because that shit is too sky high. Think about everything in the area. Trav is closing down. On the Toys R Us, everything. There's not even... Remember, I, you remember the big fucking Nike town on 57th Street? That's closed. Because rent and shit is too sky high in the city. Shit is too high. But I'm saying, who the fuck's going to... What are they going to replace it with? If nobody can afford... Like, oh yeah, I own all this expensive real estate in Midtown... If nobody fucking rents your place because they can't afford it, I believe like, they well, no buy a or, or Starbucks show up because yeah. it's too, it's too much. Like, like you just said, I believe they're building up more, you know, more living spaces. That's what they're doing, more living spaces. And if you look at how they're promoting that car already, they're not live, even mentioned. Who wants to live downtown if it's not downtown? If it's just all apartments and residential, tall residential buildings. That's fucking whack. Ain't no stores, ain't no ain't no shops, ain't no nothing. Just a bunch of other apartments. Yeah, because it's the way they trying to do shit. They putting certain shit in certain areas so that they, you got Soho in the village. That's a shopping area. You got a lot of spots moving to downtown Brooklyn. And you got like you know, mainly like 34th Street, which is, you know, like Sneaker Central. That's where, uh, you know, the big foot lockers and foot action and, you know, models, like all those type stores are. Like everything is different now. Like, and it's like mom and pop shit don't exist. Remember growing up right. in the Northeast, um, Trav, from New York to Philly, you had a bunch of flea markets everywhere. Corners that shit is just out the door. Stores. Right. Done. Done. Why do that when we could order everything off of Amazon, when we could ride to Walmart and get it, Damn. or we can go to Target del- and get Look, I made a delivery a couple months ago when I was working for Amazon, and I walk up I walk up to the, to uh, on the property, and there's an old head, um, just an old head country dude, you know, pickup truck in the, in the drive. Uh, you know, just was missing like a, a a thing of hay, like chewing on. And I was like, hey, Amazon yeah. for you know whatever. Uh, you know, stand, and he goes, my goddamn son, like uh, ordering stuff again. I bet it's a box of goddamn frosted flakes or something. So like, yeah, like he's got a <laughs> kid who won't go to the fucking H E B to buy a box of cereal. Cereal, yeah. Like, why would you order a box of cereal online? 
because it's probably fucking cheaper in the store. Like everything, like all these grocery stores and shit. Like, like a fucking box of crab, five dollars. <laughs> right. Maybe I understand that, but I mean, I'm just saying. Like, if you just like sitting there, you high as fuck. Like, yo, I'm fucking some honey nut Cheerios and order some on Amazon. Right. Like, yeah, this shit ain't gonna be there till tomorrow. When you could tomorrow. take your ass yeah, you right. get up and or or to, if you want to spend your money on like some dumb technology shit, Uber to the fucking HEB and and or Uber to the supermarket and back. And buy yourself a box of cereal. <laughs> that's the exact one. So I think that's just crap. indicative of, of how we. Uh, it ain't nah, nah. Trust me, it ain't just that. In that example, no. yes, he was probably younger than us, probably in his twenties or early thirties. Right. But just looking at how old his dad was, dad was probably like mid fifties. Um, this is the digital age. But yeah, don't don't. I can't. I don't want to pretend like middle-aged people, which I don't want to front like we're not, or at least I'm not. I don't know. I think 60, 65, that would be good, good age to kick. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't think it's just you know it's just it's not just twenty-year-olds ordering everything. It's moms, it's wives. You know, the three months working for Amazon and just right. You know, you realize a lot of you know a lot of a lot of shit. Like, yo, look at Like, everybody, like, there would be neighborhoods, like, I swear, like, I just delivered to 15% of this neighborhood. Like, you'll go down a block, you'll stop, you'll go across the street, and, and, like, if that block has 16, 20 homes, like, I just left six, seven items at, you know, or I left items, uh, packages at six different cribs on this block. One stretch, this one, two, or three block stretch with, you know, 12, 16, 20 homes. And yo! So, everybody like is just, fucking ordering stuff. Everybody. Including, including me. I just ordered probably the greatest fucking hair wave brush ever, the Terreno Pro, off of oh a- Amazon. Is, and Amazon is the only one that fucking carried it. I swear that any brush I had, I threw them away because they, I swear, like, this shit could take the most kinkiest head and make it fucking, and, and, and lay it down, fam. This, this brush yeah. is just, is just fucking awesome. Like, my girl right. was looking at me like, you are fucking infatuated with this fucking brush. Like, are you serious? Dude? No, I want I a steam pick. I, 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 huh? My barber had one, and then he sold it before I got to, uh, before he got to, like, I got to use it. But it's a yeah, pick that's the, that's, that yeah. steam comes out, and it's for your beard, and it's supposed to make your shit fuller. Like, apparently, like, it's the shit in Philly. Like, that's how oh, everybody I need that. Like, I be mad as shit. Like, how everybody in my barber got these thick, dope fucking beards, and my shit just refused to, like, yeah, nah. Like, oh, yeah, like, I, I put on Instagram, like, I stretched out one of my beard hairs. It might have been a gray yeah. one. And I was like, damn, look at this shit. And homie yeah, was I'm like, yo, why again. is that one... Why is that one hair like super long? I was like, they're all that long. They just it curls eight hundred fucking times. Like, right. I'm big like, ganging again. Like, long as fuck, huh? Yeah, I said I'm big ganging again. I was going to shave right, that right, shit, right. but I'm big ganging again. So I was like, yeah, yeah that just sound like I'm going on that that pick right there. Shit, I need that for my pick. Oh, did you order anything on like, Prime Day? 
Huh? Did you order yeah, anything ordered, on um, Amazon Prime Day? I actually ordered like this um no no, I ordered on Prime Day I ordered this um this Black Panther, like this commemorative Black Panther book. Okay. Like like origins. Put book, the Bobby you know. Seals in them or like <laughs> uh, T'Challa? Yeah. T'Challa, not Bobby Seals, T'Challa. Oh, okay, Black okay, Panther. Yeah, I got it. T'Challa. Yeah. I ordered that and I ordered the um there's a book by um Mid Atlantic Gateway, those guys that Bruce is always talking about. Yeah, um, I'm with their website a little bit. The history of uh the four horsemen and I ordered that book that Bruce, you know, did the um forward for for the guy, um, the front row section B book. I ain't get a chance okay, to read right. it yet, but I you know, like people been telling me about that book for a few years. Like like that's one of the coolest like books you can read. Also, so I ordered before, a microphone. Right, like, like for for this show, like I want it to be like clear. Like I have headphones that work perfectly, and I've gotten good feedback from those. But I'm tethered to the to the to the laptop. Right. Right. Like the headphones go into the head into the laptop, and I'm and I'm stuck on my couch in front of the damn laptop. So I don't wow. use them. So I use the phone, the house, the landline. But the quality is like it could be better. Is all like you can hear me and everybody even on the podcast version. You know it's fine, but it could be better. So if I got a mic, um, like Cam has and Steve hit me up. He had just got a mic because he does uh, does a podcast called Songs with Friends that I'm gonna give a proper plug to a little later. And I was like, you know what? It's about goddamn time I got a professional mic. I got this rookie in the game podcaster got a. You know, just bought this uh, slick mic. I, I need a damn mic so I can get best of both worlds where it can be clear and I can, like, get up and run to the kitchen, pour a cup of coffee, and not have to worry about not, uh, you know, that, you know, being tethered to the fucking laptop and shit like that. So, uh, right. so next week, you know, I, I didn't, I ordered it. <laughs> too, too late to get it by Wednesday. Get it today. It'll be here tomorrow. So I'll have a week to tinker with it and get it right. So next week's show, I'm going to need some, uh, mainly for the podcast listeners, um, see how, how that comes across. And to, today, I think Rich and I are going to record on Skype. Uh, as a test to record the VIP on Skype as a test to, uh, yes, so the whole thing the whole thing sounds clear. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. Quick question. I've been a fucking VIP for what, a year now. Going on. Probably okay. a year and change now. No story short. How, why am I not getting you enriched on the VIP? <laughs> like how can, how the fuck can I listen to y'all on the VIP? What you mean? It's uh I I see it every week because I, I download both. I you know I keep I download all my shows. Um, oh, download, download, oh, the, they, they download. They back to back. Okay, 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 okay. Oh, I, I don't. Nothing, you know. Yeah, are you going through the through the through the site or are you going through like uh, Beyond Pod or? Yeah, I think I t- I fucking tried Block Talk and I don't know what the fuck was I doing. But yeah, because Block Talk yeah, is this, the free version, so you're not going to yeah. get. Me and Rich VIP on this on Blog Talk. You got to either get through get it through the Torch site or. No, I got it there. Yeah, the, I see uh, it up there posted on the Torch site all the time. But now 
Like yeah. I know that I can download it there. That like this is why like listeners, everybody, this is why you must go VIP. The head traveling rich, the head cam, me, you, you, me and wrestling. Like right now, I'm I'm just I'm just zoning with the fucking uh um the John Arezzi shit, the throwback shit, the um the uh the spotlight bro. Like, cause that's like just, just, just for, for real, Mike. I'm I I'm glad. And after shows like I think two weeks ago, where me and Rich went like two and a half hours, right? And I'm just like, and we're just talking. It's not like it's got to be like. If I'm being generous, 30% wrestling? <laughs> so it's like 70% other shit. Life shit, comic books, fucking whatever TV show or book we're reading at the time. Uh, and that's what's such all apart from everybody else. Right. Like, the fact that people don't, like, I'd just be waiting for that email. Like, why don't y'all, will y'all shut the fuck up about this show that I don't watch that I'm never going to watch? <laughs> Nah, man, fuck that. But I don't get those emails or the messages, so I don't, you know, I just keep doing what I'm doing, you know, somebody like it. I think next year (laughs) y'all should go, I think next year y'all should go with the uh, the video, man. I mean, we're starting, we're going to do Skype, well, we'll do the video for our own, like tonight when we do Skype, we'll we'll have the video on, but it'll be for our own personal kind of, because the torch doesn't have a... I mean, maybe we could be the, you know, we could be that pilot show to, to hey, video feed, yeah, go, with the, go with your, you know, audio. But again, it, nice. it would be like like the, like the like the Bruce Pritchard in one. Like, it's just there, you know, yeah. our faces and whatever's and, um, in the background. <laughs> and before hours. I forget, before I forget some real interesting shit coming up. I don't know if your service provider carries Vice. Yeah, well, so, Vice Land. I believe that's what it is. Well, soon enough, you know, Vice hey, Land is pretty much. Up. Are you asking me about Vice Land? Like, like I ain't been on here no, 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 for no, two no. years. Pump, no, I know. Every I know show nah. Vice. No, nah, I know you fuck with it, but um. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, no, I got it. Sling TV, I got it on my Sling package. Yeah. Long story short, um. You know, through Melsa, and I heard through another site, so I was reading that they're about to start doing like heavy docu, you know, heavy pro wrestling, heavy documentaries. And okay. a couple of those shits I found like, you know, like super interesting. I think the first one would be on the Von Eric family, and then I think they're going to do one on Bruiser Brody and also Gino Hernandez. So, you know, we got some, some, some deep shit coming up. And also, like, if nobody's ever seen it or you never saw it, go on hotspots.com or order the DVD, whatever you got to do, the uh, last level of wrestling, the Bruiser Brody story. Like, that shit was just so crazy. Like, if you never, like, I believe it's like um 30 years to the day, you know, well, not to the day, but to the week, early in the week, that he was murdered in uh, Puerto Rico. And not only to that, I, I went on uh, Hannibal TV, the guy uh, Hannibal, and they did like a career, you know, retrospect on Tony Atlas. And they got to that part where Tony Atlas pretty much told the whole story, you know, of how he was murdered 
in the dressing room in Puerto Rico. Like, there was no conversation. There was no nothing. The guy, um, what's the guy, the invader number one, Jose Gonzalez, um, he just stabbed him to death in the fucking locker room. Um, he said it took about, he said they sent, like, they couldn't even get him out the fucking building because they thought it was like some type of prank or something. But when they did send, send EMT there, you know, they sent, you know, like two older yeah. people that couldn't, that couldn't lift this big, you know, six foot five, three, you know, six, six, 300 pound dude. So he did, he pretty much fucking bled to death. And a lot of Tony Allen's out his own mouth with his own words. So when you get a chance, they do have the clips on YouTube. Go to a trap out his own words. He said, Dutch Mantel and a couple of us was right in the fucking dressing room. Never said anything. Never said anything. Turn, everybody turned their back. He said he was the only one that took take him and lift him and took him to the hospital and went with him to the hospital. Nobody did or said anything. He said it was another guy, not Hercules Ayala. It was another guy named Hercules out there, they called, because he, he was the one that had to translate for him. And, you know, when Tony went to give the report to the police, they told him the very next day, they had to sneak him out of the country. Like, Tony, get the fuck out of here because they're going to, like, they're going to murder you. They're looking to kill you. Like, so it was a lot of shit that, you know what I mean? Like, they said the trial was a fucking joke. Like, it was a lot of things, like, involved with that. Streets, street thugs, a bunch of shit. And, well, they you know, maybe based the, them on TV for, for an entire uh, storyline arc. And then him, and then the fucking went. So wait, you know, so this is so just to just to just so people understand what that what that meant in context. So apparently, in 1988, that show that that everybody the the wrestling show had like a 70 share, right? Right. Like, like more than half the island was watching that show when it was on. Like, it was the number one, one of, certainly one of the number one shows that they had. And they baby-faced the, the murderer, got a guy that actually st- stabbed Bruiser Brody to death. So, in, in effect, completely poisoning the potential juror pool. Because, every, again, everybody watches the show. And they baby faced him on TV. They baby they they healed uh, Bruiser Brody on TV. And it's still 1988, and it's Puerto Rico, right. so it's really like imagine it being 1968, uh, fucking Tennessee. People take their wrestling seriously, right. right? I mean, I might be a little off in how sophisticated the fans were or were not, but but I don't think I'm off by by too much. Yeah, he was painted as like. Like a big fucking bully that that was just an out of control outlaw. Right. Like I mean, if you're stupid enough even, to let a wrestling show influence how you think about a person in real life, then yeah, I don't have. I'm not. In yeah, a I hurry mean, to like not to apologize I mean, or dance around yeah. how fucking idiotic you are. I don't care when. And if is. you look at, and if you look at his documentary, they was open and honest about it, and not the you know talk that to the man and, you know, I'm sleeping in peace and all that shit. But yeah. he did have a side to him where he stiffed a lot. He burnt a lot of promoters. 
Like, he hated promoters. Like, he would beat the shit out of promoters. Like, I'm, I'm talking about physically beat them and beat them financially. Like, he would take money and he would hijack promoters and take their money and, and not show up. Like, he would do shit like that. So that kind of like, you know, and but they were scared of him. And it was like kind of like he kind of black, you know, kind of like blacklisted itself, you know, in the U.S. period because he was stiffing dudes. So, like, his main, you know, place to, to, to earn and make money was Japan and Puerto Rico. And I believe they were, um like, finning, like, let him get a percentage of the company. And I don't think, you know, Jose Gonzalez and all those guys took too kind of that. Like, you got this fucking foreigner coming in. I mean, he's a big draw for us, and probably the biggest draw, you know, one of the biggest draws he got. And you let him come in and just, you know, take this, you know, a piece of a company that, quote unquote, that I, I help, help, you know help, what I mean? Blah, 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 and all that. Yeah. yeah. Right, and then the motherfucker, the motherfucker never did a day in jail, and then turned around a couple years later and tried to turn shit into an angle with Exushi Onita. When he stabbed Onita. Yeah, like, what? It's, it's just crazy. And also, another dude that passed Stabbed away. Guy? I mean, on, like, what? Like, in storyline, I assume? Yeah, he tried to make it into a storyline with Onita. No, 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 no. I'm saying the stabbing happened, like, off camp. Like, it was like the Jesus stab scene in the club kind of stuff. No, no, no. It, no, they, <laughs> you saw it. <laughs> you used to go on. I, I think it's on. Um, ring? No, like. They tried to pretty much, like, in the back, like, in the dressing room. Oh, so this was a real fight, or was what? I'm confused, Mike. No, they what he they did. He said it was an angle, but. Yeah, what he uh, did, no. The Bruce Brody shit was real, bro. What I'm saying is what he did after that. They tried to make an angle yeah. out of it with Jose Gonzalez and that Sushi Onita, where he right, stabbed. Right, that's where i starting there. How did they make yeah, an angle he, out of it? Did they have him stab somebody off camera, off camera, or you're saying like he he like almost yeah like almost let me talk to you type shit and and stab him and poke him up but I don't you know I think it was a gimmick knife though I don't think it was you know real but it's like it's like the nerve of this bastard to make a fucking you know angle out of a fucking murder that he got away with like at the end of the day in terms of you know, how fucked up he was or whatever he was, you know, that was still somebody's husband and somebody's fucking father. You understand? Mm-hmm. So that's what made the shit more fucked up. And homeboy, like, from what I understand, he just retired, like, a couple years ago. Like, he was still booking and wrestling up to a couple years ago. This dude never did a day in time and, it, you know, all was swept under the rug. But um, from... You know, the tie that into what's going on with, the, I guess, the Vice Land show. I guess some new, like, evidence or some shit supposed to have, you know, emerged that they're going to, you know, get into. Because I guess now, 30 years later, dudes ain't scared to talk. But back then, everybody was fucking afraid to say something. Except for Tony Atlas. Tony Atlas was the only person that said something. And um, they told him, you got to leave this island, bro. Like, they're looking for you. You have to leave this island. And um, on the DVD, like, it was quoted that Harley Race had said, like, Bruiser did it to himself because he stiffed and fucked over a lot of promoters. And, like, towards the end of this, like, 
this was actually where they were saying he was supposed to start his run, you know, in, in WWE with Hogan. Because he was supposed to do it, you know, come in as a monster hell and do a run with him. I think for one of the manias or whatever. So, you know, I mean, it's just a whole, you know, tragic thing. And also, probably the, the best big man worker ever. Um, I think this is a, he passed in 2001, uh, Terry Gordy. And this is like the anniversary week of his death as well. But he, you know, he OD'd on, um, I believe, prescription drugs or some shit like that. But, um, you know, as it gets closer and as I find out, you know, a little bit more, you know, I will keep, you know, everybody abreast about, you know, when when those shows will come on, you know, on Vice TV. Because I think, you know, us as fans, I think we should all take a look at that and get a glimpse and, you know, probably try to decipher and learn from shit like that. All right, Chad, let me leave room for someone else, man. Hey, man, I appreciate your time, man. No problem, Chad. Talk to you. It's Mike in Brooklyn. Let's, uh, let me get you one of these uh, non-VIP emails. Um, Jay from New York, I'm sure you'll you have addressed this by the time you read this email, but how do you feel about WWE now that they brought Hogan back? Uh when I read it Sunday afternoon, I knew right away I wouldn't be watching Extreme Rules, but also Skip Raw and SmackDown. My life changed not an iota, so I think I need to take a break from watching them for a while. I don't actually pay for the network, so they don't get my money, but I wanted to, to go to TakeOver this summer, but I'm not even going to look into tickets anymore. Also, Rich, do you think Naito wins the G1 again to challenge Kenny Omega having back-to-back winner Again, seems unlikely, but he's got to be next, the next man up to hold the IG, IWGP, right? Thanks, guys. Have a great show. Well, Rich isn't uh, around to answer that question, uh, but I certainly could answer the the others. Um, yeah, Hogan being back, it uh, it's not great. For sure. Um, if for if for the only reason, it's because you get to hear and read dumbass Hogan takes. Like you know why why we should forgive Hulk Hogan, and he's done his time, and we need to move on. So I'm. It's it's more the reaction, and I think the torture Bruce Mitchell on his personal one. Ran a poll, like, or, you know, should they have brought Hogan back, yes or no? Pretty simple. And, you know, it was split right down the middle. Um, you know, people wanting Hogan back or not. So, you know, it's not, it's, it's, it's not unanimous. It's not universal by any means. <laughs> but what's effective is when you get in one of those threads, and you see a bunch of people just making all the, just excuse after excuse. To, and some of the lamest ones are he didn't, you know, he didn't know it was private conversation. Like, no, exactly. Like, you you cannot say I didn't know I was being taped. Like, no, I, I, no, that's why it's even worse because it's who you, you know, who you are. And it's, but when you're in one of those, uh, 
in one of those threads and you uh and you just post the unedited, unadulterated quote. And really it's just the one quote. Or it's only it's the one quote that everybody talks about, the you know, eight foot tall and, you know, fucking niggers and blah blah blah, I'm a racist. Um but nobody talks about the, the prison conversation that him and his son had where they were using code words that you only know if you're close to like like white supremacist websites and message boards and that kind of thing. Like that's where certain or 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 you're friends with someone who who is. Like if you're not like then you then you definitely are close to someone who is and you know the insider lingo. So what I, I went from thinking uh Nick Hogan was just embarrassed to say the the word, the N word, so he would say nibbler. Like, nope. That's just how they code themselves. And you, yeah, and then I said I didn't spend a particular, you know, amount of time on, you know, your storm fronts and your right wing right wing watch dot com comment section and you don't, you don't know these things because I don't hang out with big bigots and white supremacists and white so called supremacists because never called them they're not supreme at anything. They're not supreme. They're so-called supremacists. But anyway, so I so normal people just wouldn't know know the lingo. Just like n- normal non wrestling fans don't know wrestling lingo. <laughs> so yeah, so all this time I was like, oh, like no, 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 no. You two cocksuckers are like y'all know the lingo and all the code words and shit. Fuck you people. So. Yeah, again, what's effective is just putting the quotes in context and posting them in the middle of all this. Hogan meaning, meaning, you know, made a mistake. Yeah. Here's this paragraph of mistake after mistake after mistake. Fuck out of here. So, yeah. But I don't, you know, it's not going to, I don't have the, the, the conviction not to watch the product anymore or to to stop paying for my WWE network. So, I mean, I didn't stop watching when they, you know, when they baby faced a guy, a guy who killed his family and himself and they baby faced him on TV the next night and they knew. So, you know, I don't, I don't think I have a lot of room to be like, oh, you know, you should boycott her or whatever. So yeah, so uh thanks Jay. Appreciate that email. Um let's, let's check this message first. Oh, okay. Let's uh, head back to the phone lines. Let's talk to uh I think that's Willis. Uh Willis, what's happening? Hey Trav, what's going on? Not too much, man. It's on your mind. Man, I I don't understand the backwards logic in fucking Raw Monday night with that six-man challenge mess. Fucking Seth and fucking Roman lost at the pay-per-view the night before. Neither one of their asses should be challenging for the universal title. But they weren't. They were 
trying to get an opportunity. Opportunity. They shouldn't never had an opportunity. It should have been Why not? Well, because they didn't. Why was losing. Why was Elias in it? Who'd Elias be to 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 get a, a chance at a title? Well, he ain't been losing like fucking um stuff and Roman been the last couple of weeks. Okay. So, it, what was the point of fucking um um Extreme Rules match with Roman and fucking Bobby Lashley? Yeah, that Bobby I agree. Cause I thought him. that should have been considered the number one contender. Like Bobby, Bobby Lashley should have been like, "Why are you putting me in another match? Like I beat Roman." He's the big dog. I beat the big dog, so I should get a title shot. Like, why right. is that? Uh... So that part, I'm, I'm like super dubious on. Like, what kind of shit? But having Seth and Roman in those two triple threat matches is is totally fine. Again, again, who Finn hasn't exactly been. You know, I mean, uh, and Drew McIntyre, who who he beat? I guess he beat. Did he beat, uh, what's his name, the, the week before? Yeah, well, he beat Seth. Right? Yeah, because that was, yeah. uh, if he, Seth won, he would have been banned. So so he beat Seth. Right. So he should be there, fine. But Elias, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, but then so, again, who do you replace think, him with? Like, who do you put in Elias' spot? And I got, I go, well, I got nothing. So you have to. That's also you got to take that into consideration. Like, but also just don't do a triple could, threat match. Then you won't have to find six possible contenders. So <laughs> you could you could you put just brought add, Jason Jordan back out there. He off of injured reserve. He's been off of injured reserve for the last two months. No way. Yeah. Well, I mean, off of injury reserve, I mean. You know what I mean? He's been off of injury for the the last two months. He's been clear. He's been clear for the last two months. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. They got that big big ass roster. All them motherfuckers came out during the pull apart the week before. They could have pulled somebody from the back and put in a damn match. <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't even mind if Corbin put himself in one of those matches. He, you know what? I got a strange feeling when Corbin say, how come you didn't put me in that match? He's going to, when they had that Bobby Lashley the argument you made. match. <laughs> no. He can say Seth lost, has, Roman lost at the pay-per-view. I should be give mm-hmm. me one of their spots, Kurt. Kurt yeah. like, hey. <laughs> uh, what I was saying is, um, Corbin is gonna be the one to cost Roman that match next week. Because mm. um, I was seeing that they they were showing some house shows and stuff after um. After SummerSlam, that um, it was going to be um, Corbin versus Roman. Okay. So I think he's going to cause him to lose that match. And um, oh, so that'll gonna, be the big match I talk about, like at SummerSlam. 
Yeah. You know, I was like, Roman isn't going to be, you know, I doubt he'll face Brock, but he's going to be in a, in a big match that he'll win. Yeah. And that'll be it. He'll, you know, it'll be yeah. no issue if he beats Corbin. And Corbin will have two back-to-back SummerSlams where he, he lost to Cena and, uh, Rome. <laughs> and Roman. Yeah. And I, I don't know how a lot of people have been saying this craziness. I hope they don't do this, but knowing Vince McMahon and his cruddy ass, I got a feeling that he um he gonna put Hulk Hogan and Bobby Lassie's corner at at SummerSlam, so he he can raise Bobby Lassie's hand when he rate win the Universal Title at SummerSlam. Mm. Damn, I, I got a strange that. feeling. That I got strange My bad, but what was the New Day reaction? I heard what Titus had to say, but what was it that New Day said New, or did? New Day, New Day said they, they don't have the time or energy to be worrying about what Hulk, Hulk, how, what Hulk Hogan did because it was disrespectful what he said to our people and we waiting until we feel like that he generally apologized to have any say in anything because we got too much stuff going on business-wise and our families will be worrying about Hulk Hogan at the moment. That's basically what the, um, basically the long and short of the situation. Yeah. I, um, I got no problem and, with and, that, that reaction. Yeah, and they were saying that Titus had walked out during that. They said that's untrue. He just left because he didn't have to wrestle that night. A lot of people left because they didn't have to wrestle that night, so they just went on. So that some some sites been trying to make it more than what it is about when Hulk Hogan came and apologized to everybody. People just the people that didn't shake his hands were just leaving because. They ain't had no reason to be at the show because they wasn't wrestling. And they had to be at the meetings anyway because they just have to be at the meetings. So, because Ellsworth was back then, and he had talked about it too. So, it's just been a a strange couple of days. I'm just saying, if I was a wrestler and I'm seeing guys that I respect and are all sucking up to Hogan and like, hey, man, I'm glad you're back and all that bullshit. I, I would, I would, uh, I would, I would look at people differently. Like there's a woman at my job, right? She just started. Mm-hmm. And so, oh, I was scrolling through Facebook on my phone and I came across a bumper sticker, a picture of a bumper sticker that said, forget the wall, build Build 183 or 290, which is which is you know a, a major you know highway in in here in Austin and and in the mm-hmm. greater Austin area. And I showed her that and like was you know it was funny. And then she she the first I remember it's like her first day. She don't know me. She go. She looked and remember it said forget the wall. You know the Mexican wall. Forget the wall. Build two ninety or fix two ninety. She looks at that and there goes. You know what I'm tired of hearing about? These damn kids separated from their parents. 
that's wow. just a whole different story right there. And also, like, so I, I after I like gathered myself, like, wow, this is a callous bitch. Here we go. So I said, right. If you're sick of hearing, simply hearing about it, imagine how the five-year-olds and the parents of those five-year-olds feel that they had their kids taken from them and sent halfway across the fucking country somewhere where they can't find them. Like, oh, yeah. And then she tries to say, you know, I've been locked up. Nobody cared where my kids were. I said, didn't you know exactly where they were? Didn't you get to talk to them on a regular basis? When you got out, were they in Oklahoma or fucking Washington State somewhere? Or were they where you left? And plus, and plus you got locked up because you did some stupid shit yourself. Yeah. So then I had to explain to her, excuse me, eat this cookie on the low. But then I had to explain to her the difference of somebody showing up at a fucking port of entry going, hey, authority, I'm seeking asylum, I'm running from this guy or this gang or this murderous band of whatever. And they go, oh, yeah? Fuck you, give me your kid, You're, I'm going to throw you in a hole, and I'm going to send your kid to another fucking state. Did they do that to you? Like, no. And also, seeking asylum isn't illegal, you stupid asshole. They don't know anything. So that was right. like our first conversa- conversation. So, <laughs> Some bitch. Mm-mm-mm. I don't yeah. know how we got on it. So, oh, oh, yeah. Look about Hogan. Yeah, yep. so... I was like, man, this is this is the Me Too time and all this stuff and all this stuff going on with Trump with Trump and all this. I was like, this is not the smartest time to even bring up Hulk Hogan and anybody anything right about now. So unless uh, uh, if he's gonna come on TV yeah, first, and beg for forgiveness, like um, my man um, Jim like, Baker, I have seen. No, at first I thought, oh, who cares? He got reinstated into the Hall of Fame after three years. That's fine. I didn't necessarily wasn't cheering when they said, oh, he's out of the Hall of Fame, because it doesn't mean anything. It's not real, you know? But when he's, like, backstage and they're like, oh, he's going to show up on TV, it's imminent, that's when it's like, oh, you know what, fuck this guy. Again, reinstating him into a Hall of Fame that's, a made-up thing that's just a really a figment of Vince McMahon's imagination doesn't matter. Right. Like, taking him out in 2015 didn't matter. Putting him back in in 2018, who cares? But if you start showing up on TV and becoming a part of storylines and shit, that's going to matter. And the bad thing, uh-huh, and the bad thing about it was, even though they took him out the Hall of Fame, they were still selling his damn action figures in the goddamn store. I know that much. That's tough. I mean, yeah, that's that's uh, that's different. I mean, if 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 you're an individual store, you going to send all them back, or you going to try to sell them? You're like, fuck that. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, I paid money for them. I'm not going to try to spend money to ship them back. Maybe you get half credit. Nope. You going to buy this toy? <laughs> Matter of fact, <laughs> it's I'm up in the price because I know a bunch of fucking racist assholes are going to run out and. You don't want to have a Hogan commemorative <laughs> nigger doll. So. Yeah. Or I'd have so, went and put, I'm, look, 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 a couple of years ago, somebody, like, had all these GMO stickers, like, uh, printed up, 
and you could order them from this website, so then you can go around to your local supermarket and, <laughs> and put these GMO stickers since since it was right after uh, the legislation for 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 to make them put G, you know GMO shit on their labels uh, failed because Nestle and all the big money corporations poured money into the advertising to make people think I don't know you don't want to know what's in your food that's communism. <laughs> Somehow, and then the idiots will go, "Yeah, you're right, Nestle. I'm sure you have my best interests at heart." Um, so people started putting these stickers on uh, on on the foods, and it was, you know, if you get caught, you might get banned from that supermarket. They might call the cops on you because it's like, you know, you're kind of defacing a bunch of, you know, product and shit. Um, so with the Hogan one, if you worked at like Toys R Us or some shit, and you had like stickers of like a a, a, a word bubble, a th- either a thought b- bubble or 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 a word balloon of him saying of the quote, <laughs> and go around and stick them on all the toys on the front. Those look like Hogan's, like yeah, unless she marries an eight foot tall nigger with a hundred million dollars, you know, just go around like you know what, I quit after you done <laughs> ruined a hundred and fifty fucking <laughs> the Hogan toys. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I'm also happy to see Randy Orton being back as a fucking heel because he, as a baby face, only lasts as good for a couple of months, and then that shit starts getting stale. Yeah. So glad to see him with that. And it's funny. I told my mom and dad about the pay per view because they got access to my net- network. They said they turned it down to watch Nakamura and um. Jeff Hardy, they said that was. Oh, and they got that five-second match. Yeah, they were like, "What the fucking point is this shit?" And then they said they watched the Braun Strowman and Kevin Owens match, and they cut it off. They said this shit is just too retarded for us anymore. Damn. I, I was like, man. I was like, no, I don't yeah, think anything like inherently was wrong with the, the Hardy Nakamura match. The heel snuck him and and stole his title. Like that's just kind of right. classic heel, quick heel win, and then the the, yeah. the 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 cage match. I mean, I guess people are looking for different stuff. I don't, you know, like like cage matches. Just period are are dumb as fuck to me. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, like seriously, hall like like why is it? It's like it's worse when it's worse than a guy climbing a ladder in a in a ladder match because at least. A guy climbing a ladder slow. It's like, oh well, he just went, you know, went through a ladder match, and you know, he's he's, you know, his knee hurts or whatever. But when you're like slowly crawling or walking to the door, and you can't get, oh shit, EC3 and Kona Reeves having a backstage uh, confrontation. Hold on, I gotta hear this. Hawaiian tan, not that 
process UV rays. I'm going to have cancer in 20 years. Fucking (laughs) (laughs) But they do have similar gimmicks, and it just makes kind of sense that they would not like each other, even though they're both dickhead heels. Mm-mm-mm. Tony yeah, Reed's so all day, it, fam. Fuck EC3. Yeah. He's trash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he seemed like after five minutes in the match, he looked like he didn't, he loses all his all his win and everything. He looked like he's gassed. He gassed like shit. Yeah, I just don't, I just don't like his personality. Uh, he's got the, you know, he's just a body guy. Like, I don't think he's necessarily, like, good in the ring. He's fine. He's tolerable. He's passable. But uh, he's not special in any way. And he had that one. He had that run when I was watching Impact on on, on Pop. But I had Pop for, like, three months in 2016. And before, it was right before Jeff turned into, uh, you know, uh, Delete Jeff. Or Matt turned into, you know, Woken Matt Hardy or Broken Matt Hardy, whatever mm-hmm. it was. Um, and and he had won the title, and he was, I think, feuding with EC3, and it was, like, good stuff. But then they took Pop away, and, and I just was like, oh, I guess I don't want Impact no more. So, um, But, yeah, well, that was, like, the brief well, time I thought EC3 was okay, but I haven't mm-hmm. cared for him in any of his entire run in uh, – mm-hmm. And NXT. Well, well, with, uh, with EC3 down in TNA and Pop, it probably was them editing the match making him look better than what he was. Oh, yeah, that helps. That WWE, WWE don't give a shit. If you, you flounder and they going to show that shit no matter what, they don't care. They famous for that shit. And one more thing before you let me go. About the intercontinental match, the damn fans was acting the ass for no reason. Fuck them fans! The damn, fuck them fans! What a bunch of assholes, man! Like what a bunch of absolute fucking numbskulls! I can understand if they were doing that for if it was Roman and Lashley at the last match, but it was fucking Seth and Dolph Ziggler. Uh, in a in a good match, think. like y'all are ruining this Matt. match. Like, what is wrong with y'all? Yeah, they pissed me off, and they just kept yeah. doing it. Like it got old. Like okay, <laughs> throughout the twenty minutes, you know, throughout the twenties, it's like, <laughs> but weren't you like thirteen, twelve minutes? Like y'all fucking assholes are still doing this. Fifteen, twenty minutes in, God, it got so yeah. old and so they, corny, and they just were determined. They had. Yeah, they had cut the cut the damn um thing off so they couldn't do the shit for a while, and then they brought it back on around the ten minute mark, and they started it up back again anyway. I'm like, damn, that shit was just it was aggravating. That's the only time the fans to me had fucked up fucked up for no reason yeah. because of that. Yeah, they had no right that, to be in, you know. Like to be like that. Because the yeah. match was. I did you, did you hear the clip? Did you see the? Uh, did you see Dolphin and, and 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 Seth talking about it as they were in the rest hole? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I seen that shit. That was 
damn fucking laughing about that shit. That shit was funny as damn hell. And, and I'm happy that we're going to get Miz and Daniel Bryan at SummerSlam. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, it was, I, I, I figured if they're going to do it, it's going to come. It's, they're going to have to, because they haven't been dropping hints. They haven't been slowly getting that thing percolating or anything since Brian came over in April, or since Miz came mm-hmm. over in April and Brian returned. Um, and they were going to have to. I knew if they were going to do it, they're going to have to go into overdrive real quick. So you know, we got yeah. it. We got it. You know, we got it with the Miz TV segment. And it's like okay. I'm I'm excited. I wish you guys would have. It just would have worked so much better, I think, and just so much more been a lot more natural if they just if it just had been building with small things, backstage interactions, both guys in the in in the locker room in the office with Paige trying to get something done, and you know they're just getting each other under each other's skin for the last two months, and then boom, because it makes sense that Miz. I mean. They just haven't been interact. It makes sense Miz did the funeral thing because Miz is a fucking asshole. But it it made them seem even more petty because they haven't even been like on screen feuding, on screen antagonizing each other. Where Miz would go, "Hey, I'm gonna dedicate an entire Miz TV to poking, to to putting a thumb in Kane and especially Brian's eye." Hmm. Like, like. Like, I, again, that's your forever enemy, so you're always going to want to take a shot, but it just would have been a lot more, felt a lot net more natural if they had been, had something going what, uh, the weeks leading up to that. Well, what WWE expects you to be doing is watching their dot-com shit, and they've been saying shit back and forth okay. to each other. On that shit for the last Wait. couple of months. Oh right, so but everybody's cool. not, and including me, not following your right. social media feud. Um, so I yeah. just got a notification from WWE. I don't know if you got it too. Uh, it says breaking major news from tonight's NXT tapings in Florida. Caution, spoiler. So they did. So I have to click on it. So it's not about this show, obviously. That's on. Not that's been taped. But about the tapings that are happening mm-hmm. currently. So let me go ahead and click on it. Whoa! That is major. Woo! I don't know if I should spoil this. <laughs> I don't give a shit because I ain't going to be probably watching in no time soon. Damn. Well, not you. It ain't just me and you having a conversation. Got millions of people uh, out there listening. <laughs> well, yeah. they got the app. They um, well too. Shit. So okay. So uh, just for 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 uh, anybody haven't figured it out by now, it's just kind of silly. Um, but for the sake of folks that absolutely don't want to be spoiled, spoilers coming in five, four, three, two. Tommaso Ciampa beat Aleister Black for the NXT Championship. <laughs> so, well, that yeah. makes it even more exciting for me for my damn ticket I got for NXT Takeover. So it's gonna be Gargano versus fucking um Ciampa for the title. That's what they setting up for. Yeah, I'm gonna be on the floor for that shit. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess I could see that. And what Ciampa winning again and beating. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, Gargano yeah. finally beating winning winning the title at um fucking Brooklyn at NXT. That place will go fucking bananas. Yeah. And I'm gonna be on the floor hopping up and down like crazy net if that shit happens. So that's the ultimate story that they're telling. So we'll see. All right. I can't I, wait till I, next I, week. Yeah, because Officer Black has been kind of a, a lukewarm champion to me anyway. He got cool entrance and shit, but see, mm, him and Drew are almost like the same. Once they get a hold of a title, they're not interested no more. So... Yeah. So, well, you you can put somebody else on, on the line. I'm good. Talk to you later, man. Uh, Will is from D.C. Let's, uh, oh, Marty chimed in, but he's got somebody in front of him. So let's go to 440. Uh, I don't know what number that is. 440, who's this? Where are you from? Hey, Trav, this is Matt from Erie, Pennsylvania, first-time caller. How you doing tonight? Doing all right. Matt from where, Pennsylvania? Erie. Erie. Nice. Yep. So what's, uh, what's um, on your, what's so, on your uh, mind? Oh, where'd you – well, so, okay, wait. You got to answer the first-time caller uh, uh, questions. Uh, okay. How'd you find us, or, you know, how'd you get put on, and what took you so long? Well, uh, I've been VIP for a few years. Uh, I started listening to you. Which makes the second with, part uh, Bruce even more touch. pressing. What took you so long? <laughs> Yeah, uh, well, I mean, I got a four-month-old daughter, so. <laughs> hey, that, that is no excuse. Raising your children no, and it's... living your life and having a job does not come before uh, <laughs> your family. <Damn. laughs> I mean, I, I spent a half hour just putting her to bed, so it got to count for something, right? Uh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, um, but you were saying, you know, how'd, you, how'd you find it? Yeah, yeah, I don't really watch uh, WWE, so, um really can't talk about that too much, but uh, gotcha. just listening to the past couple of weeks live, um, I got a couple gripes, honestly. Okay. Um, number one, fucking hating on Cleveland, man. What's up with that? <laughs> I mean, wait a second. You're from here? Isn't that like, uh, is that Western PA? Well, or I mean, that, I, I'm like, from, I'm, I'm Ohio born and raised, but I've, I've recently moved to Erie for work. Okay. Okay. So, so you, yeah. so that's fine. I get it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I never, I never hear good things about Cleveland, and I admit that okay. it's all You're... like anecdotal. It's all like from what I hear from like, like if you like, I listen to a lot of like Joe Rogan, so he'll talk to uh, a lot of comedians or his friends, um, or uh, or in various other types of interviews, people that travel, wrestlers that do gigs, city gigs, like wrestlers and stand ups. They always have terrible things to say about Cleveland, and it's usually based on the infrastructure of the city. Like it sucks getting around, like how to where the stadiums and, and the arenas are. Oh, that's, it's not, that's all it's a not, given. Yeah, that's that's yeah. that's all. Yeah, that's that's all fine and good. <laughs> yeah, so but, that's um, all I'm going on. So hey, to me, Cleveland, yeah. Cleveland sucks. Oh, and they had that dumbass song, which is like if you got to make that dumbass song, um, Cleveland rocks. But, then you're probably you overcompensating. <laughs> I never liked that. Never liked that show. It just always came across um, as like overcompensating. It's all about bone thugs, though. It's... Yeah. You know what? East 1999. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, they used I to was all over. Like, you know, intros what, and when I was 14. Games, I get pumped. When I was, 
when I was 14 and I got that that uh, 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 East 99 tape on bootleg, and like not even a bootleg off of like the, the like somebody selling it on the, on the Ave, but like a dub. Like if my friend had it, I dubbed it off him. <laughs> No that shit. was my shit. Yeah, my, my uncle Damn, is in, like, his 50s now, and he turned me onto that way back when. Like, he never even listened to rap, but he, you know, listened to, like, local shit, and he was like, here, like, right. check this out. It was just a burnt copy of that, and it was, yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> I actually recently, yeah, like, like, you know, if you, last week. If you ain't come up here, though, like, you got to, you know, you got to do it. You got to experience it for yourself before you trash it. Man. I mean, yeah. I've been to Colum- uh, Columbus. It's, you know, that's a you know, college town, so they've got, yeah, you know, Certain amenities that you're absolutely that they're definitely definitely going to have, but yeah, I've never uh, never gotten up to uh, gotten to Cleveland. I mean, something brings me out yeah, there. Yeah, they've never did pay per view or something, you know. One of these days, I'll get to Cleveland. Yeah. Um, and then so that's grab number one. Grab number two is Dragon Ball Z, man. Yeah. You gotta check it out. So, they booked you better than WWE. Yeah, yeah. I had that conversation with him last week that I, I watched uh, the first, like my first extended clip. Like every time I've watched Dragon Ball Z before, I always get pissed off that, like I'm like, all right, they about to fight, and then they talk for like 20 minutes, and then the episode's <laughs> over. Like, what the yeah, f- yeah, they spend like whole episodes like, just powering up their moves. I I watch. Because of I forget why I started watching, but I watched Yu-Gi-Oh like pretty regularly for like a few months because you know again like it either came on before or after something or whatever I, something got me watching Yu-Gi-Oh and I actually like started to kind of low key enjoy it so I would kind of go out of my way to watch Yu-Gi-Oh. I liked I like that over Dragon Ball Z. I don't know all the lore okay. and the and the history. If I'm sure, if I maybe if I started at the beginning of Dragon Ball Z, I'd I'd I'd, I'd get it and stuff. But yeah, on on the surface, like I just yeah, it's just one of those things that I just can't can't get into. Yeah, they just I don't you know, like, the, like I, I think said, the animation just, they look, is they, lazy. They build up, you know. You know, I just I don't like that style of animation. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, like I just think it's lazy. Like it's just the stupid mouth going up and down, and the guy's flying through the air. It's just the background moving. Like it's so <laughs> cheap. <laughs> what the yeah. fuck? Yeah. And then no, like, I he hit him with this. Like, where's this power coming from? And it's just not very well defined. Like, is it magic? Is well, it no, like, like uh, celestial forces? Like, what's going on? How do? Yeah. I never questioned it on uh, like Street Fighter or how you can make a goddamn fireball, but for some reason Dragon Ball Z, it just it just sticks out as this isn't right. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean they're all like, aliens, oh, like with so, Kim, so, I was like the guy, me. the guy, the big tough guy, Veg- Vegeta, like toyed with the guy the whole time they were fighting, and then at the end he just puts his hands on him and vaporizes him. I'm like, why didn't he do that like in the first minute of this? Eight-minute fucking stupid fight. <laughs> he dragged well, it all. That's all the... character building too. You gotta get into okay. the characters and you understand, you know, like the psyche behind. Yeah, the right. Okay, in context. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, but I gotta cut this short. My daughter's flipping out. So. <laughs> oh man. I woke her up. All right, man. Good all call. Right. Don't yeah, be a stranger. Go. Yeah, yep. I won't. All right, that's Matt from uh, from Erie, by ways by way of Cleveland.
Somebody filled Boston cream donuts. They instead of putting Boston cream in it in the middle, it was full of baked beans. Oh my God! Why didn't I send this to Neil? Hell yeah! So I know this British dude uh, named Neil, who's uh, used to be the guitar player for this band I was obsessed with in uh, like 2010 called Menars, and then later Palais. Um, so I always get on them like, yo, do the fucking English people eat beans with every meal? Like, oh, look at breakfast. It's like, you know, uh, ham and, or like some kind of like sausage or bacon or something and, you know, biscuit or whatever. And then like beans, like what the fuck do I eat baked beans for breakfast? What kind of shit is that? And then every other meal he's got, if it's an English meal and cause he loves curry and Indian food. But if it's an English meal, it's got fucking beans. Yeah, that's definitely. So yeah. So anyway, somebody imagine biting into that. Hot, the, the, like that's. I think that's a terrorist attack. If you bite into a uh, what you think is a donut, a Boston cream, and it's full of baked beans, I think you should. Uh, you should get one bullet. And fifty feet. <laughs> like, hey, if you if you get a good shot, hey, nigga. But you should be able to. Uh, you should get. You know, all right, I'm not go that far. You should be able to attempt attempted murder. It's ninety eight degrees, and white guys have on long sleeve shirts, jeans, and a damn wool hat, looking like Baron Corbin outside. Yeah, that's weird. There's a dude at, at, at Amazon who used to wear Scully every day. Like, what is going on, fam? Like, it's 102 degrees. Why are you got Scully on? I, uh, I just wanted to snatch it off and, like, see, like, how gross his head looked or something. It had to be something. But why Scully? You could wear, like, a, a regular, you know, fitted or snapback or something. Fuck it. Wear a koofy. Um, all right, let's, uh, before we go back to the phone lines, read one more, or maybe two more uh, VIP emails. JC, he says, hey guys, JC here, just another Mark, just another fucking Mark who loves the show. Oh, cool, thanks. Uh, so I hear there might be a triple threat match or fatal four-way for the WWE Championship at SummerSlam between Hamas, Joe, Rusev, and obviously AJ. Uh, what are your thoughts? Uh... I mean, I'd rather a one-on-one match, for sure. I don't think, you know, like, like I'd rather take Joe and AJ. Like, why has it got to be all four of those guys? So those are my initial thoughts. Like, I, just, I wish it was just a number one content, or a, a one-on-one, I should say. 
And he, and he continues, and since Randy Orton is back and it looks looks to be heel, as you could tell from what he did to Jeff Hardy, do you think a double turn will happen uh, since Orton's a heel and uh, oh, so he, heel Orton and turn Rusev babyface? Thanks for the great show, guys. Thanks. Uh, P.S. Trav heard you like Madden from a past show. Still looking to get destroyed, Omega. LOL. Um, I, I don't understand the Omega part. <laughs> like, oh, here it is. You ready to get destroyed? Destroyed. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's. Oh, oh maybe Omega's your gamer tag. Nah, no way. Yeah, I mean, fam, hit me up, Travington. On a PSN, unless you got some bitch ass Xbox or something, then then uh, then I guess we can't. Oh, unless what's happening with that? I was talking about it a few weeks ago to somebody about uh, Microsoft and PlayStation being able to cross over and and, and play each other and stuff. So so either way, yeah, nah. If you if you try to get that ass bust, because. Uh, Former co-host Bardre Purnell, he's scared of me. I mean, I've been, I've been trying to get him to uh, uh, play. Why is Bianca not in this match? She got hurt or something. What is this about? But yeah, not nah, fam, JC. If uh, yeah, hit me up if you're on PSN. Uh, I'm at uh, Travington, and, uh, yeah, if you try trying to get served up, yeah, we can have it. Uh, next email is from LaMarcus. He says, Travis, I think I know how you feel about Shayna. Uh-oh. And this bitch just showed up on screen, too, for the main event. This fucking asshole. Uh, I just started watching Glow. I'm not sure if you've watched or remember the first season. Haven't watched any of it. Uh, but at one point... On screen, the on-screen promoter slash director Sam is auditioning the wrestlers. He obviously doesn't wait. He's auditioning the wrestlers. He obviously doesn't like the main character Ruth. She asks him why, and he's mean to her, or doesn't like her. Sam says because I don't like your face or your ass. Maybe I do. I don't know. Maybe it's both. <laughs> when he said that line, I immediately thought about you and Shayna. How dare you? Number one, LaMarcus. I don't like anything about Shayna Baszler. I don't like the insinuation that I'm uh, attracted to Shayna Baszler in, in any way. So, um, you can kiss my ass. <laughs> this is also, I'm annoyed with WWE having, having New Day and Titus make public comments about Hogan coming back. Wait, did they have them do it? Or did they just make comments? Uh, I know it's WWE telling them to say something. I, why not just have Vince come out and say why he's back? WWE doesn't need Hogan, and I would prefer he stayed away. Yeah, I don't know if WWE is telling them if Vince is like, go out and say something. And then they say something like that? Unless that's what he wants. Like, so... 
so people like like what happens in so called in like so called liberal journalism, which which isn't. It's just you know you can't be liberal journalist journalist when you, and and and, it, and and then on your same network have like Pfizer and drug com- commercials and fucking BP oil propaganda commercials, you know. Uh, shit like that. Like, no, you're compromised. You don't hold those people accountable because they pay you money. But yeah, so um, I I just don't know if 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 yeah, having them say something and then them go out there and say something that they don't necessarily. Oh, oh, oh I was gonna say like so what they do in like so-called liberal like they'll go uh, journalism they'll because. The left side, supposedly, the liberal side, is, like, clearly and obviously, like, the, like, kind of moral, like, way to be. And I'm not even making a value judgment. It's just, you know, it just mostly all mostly is, typically, right? So because the journalists themselves usually believe that in that ideology, they, they can't – they have to – prove they don't have a bias, they'll um, they'll either discount certain left-leaning ideas or or use false equivalent uh, false equivalent uh, equivalency. Like, hey, well, the right did this. Well, here it is on the left. So I'm thinking maybe Vince could have been like, no, 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 no. We don't want the we don't want the image, but then he's he's admitting that bringing Hogan back is a bad look. So if he's saying we don't want the image of eighty percent of the locker room or this idea that everybody's shaking Hogan's hand backstage, no, 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 no. You guys aren't happy. Go out there and say it publicly, like Titus. Yeah, no, say tweet that or or leave or walk out or New Day. Go ahead and say you know. If you want to be negative, that's fine. Don't worry about any backlash from us. We we actually want you to, we want you to counter the the narrative that we're just this, you know, I don't say right wing cesspool because I definitely don't think they're that. But I think he's doesn't want to even have that that idea out there. But I just think it was two guys or two acts, Titus and then New Day as a whole, just saying what they wanted to say. When they wanted to say it, without permission from anybody necessarily. So I just don't agree with the premise that that they were told to go out there and say something. And he wraps up with, with that said, do you think WWE would have brought OJ back if he were a wrestler uh, slash Hall of Famer? I mean, he wasn't found guilty. Finch treated Snooker well after his quote-unquote incident. Yeah. It's it's it depends on the it depends on which it, it usually I was going to say it depends on the situation and if you can make money for them, which is why I don't understand why they would risk the PR and bring Hogan back. Like even if it's even if you get a twenty percent dis rea- negative reaction compared to the uh, a, a overwhelming eighty percent of positive, why risk that twenty? For for no gain, you're not going to get anything by Hogan being back. Hogan doesn't drive subscriptions. He's not going to wrestle. He's not a dynamic enough personality that you can give a segment of TV to every week, like a general manager kind of thing or or constable constable Hogan. 
So So that's my my question. Like why did they why did they bring him back now? Of all time. Like this isn't exactly like like you like you know, we're super polarized right now and this is because of you know like again, you can just look at like the the thread when people are like when honest to good well, you know, when decent how do I want to put it? When like people of color are in these threads, like yeah, no, this is how it feels, and blah blah blah, and good intention, you know, white people or or pe- non people of color, um, are like yeah, how do y'all not understand it? And then they and then then the assholes defenders of Hogan, and a lot of them are black too. Like I saw some of those people attacking Jeff, uh, uh, the enthusiast. Um, and Cam in his thread, and, you know, just with a bunch of false equivalencies and a bunch of get-over-its and, you know, that kind of shit. So I don't want to make it seem like it's a straight-down-the-middle black-white thing. That is absolutely not the case. Um, But, yeah, there was – but, again, you just don't risk that 20% backlash because, again, he doesn't bring anything to the table. Besides being fucking Hulk Hogan, like people are gonna when they hear Hulk Hogan's name these these days, they think, oh, he he made a sex tape with his best friend's wife, and and or he's a racist. They don't think of Hogan doesn't get the oh yeah beloved childhood uh, you know wrestler from my childhood that kind of thing. Like no, they think oh. He's a fucking racist. Or he he banged his best friend's wife on tape and got caught saying a bunch of racist shit on the tape. So, I don't think there's any upside to bringing him back. This isn't, you know, 2002, the Hogan tour that made a bunch of money and sold out a bunch of buildings. All right, let's uh, let's talk to. Them. Oh, here's Rich. Where were you an hour ago, Rich? God damn it! Uh, football Rich. season. I want to hear that football season, just like I told Matt earlier about his four year old, his four month old daughter. What that got to do with me? Well, listen, Gibbons is doing well, and uh, he's all I want to hear. He's ridiculous. He's he's grown another two or three inches. Uh, <laughs> And his buddy, <laughs> like he's fifteen, so like I'm, I, I'm, I, I, I kind of believe it. <laughs> yeah, it like two months wild, ago, man. you're like, yeah, no, he came in for for spring practice, and his arms, you know, stronger, and he grew like three inches. And now, yeah, two months later, maybe he did grow another three, two, three inches. <laughs> yeah, it's scary. Like he's just Hope he eating like, his, uh, like, he's right. getting his protein in because if you, you know. Nobody want to sit, you know, he can't be 6'2", 110 pounds out there. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny because his buddy, uh, DiCaprio, who I thought was just going to be like a guy, like because a, a, he's also a sophomore developmental guy, probably mm-hmm. going to back up most of the seniors at running back or at receiver. Because he had, a, okay. like, he was the kid who was like the pudgy kid that leaned out. Ah. And then when we did our 40s yesterday, he had a 46840. Which for a high school kid is ridiculous. 
Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, Forty three kids right now on the team, so that's as much as I used to have at North Hill. So that's like that's a lot for two A. Yeah, because last year it was a bunch of kids going playing both sides, playing both sides of the ball. Yeah. Uh, and which year five? Do you have to get that to a certain number before? The, is it like a uh, NFL roster where you got? You know, well, you in a perfect world, you just want, like, the best, you know, you want the best kids playing. So, for us, we're going to have a lot of kids, like, out of the 11 on each side, we'll probably have six or seven playing both ways instead of nine or ten, which is okay. very good. I feel very – especially with the younger guys. Like the captain. Oh, my God. Oh, the anchor? Is she doing the anchor? Did you hear the spoiler from earlier? You just got on, so I don't know. Did you no, see you tell me. that alert from WWE.com about the NXT taping? No. Okay. Did, did I gave be, a whole big spoiler. Okay. No, no, it had well, nothing I can to do go with back. The, I don't want to spoil people at the end, too. Yeah. If, if you're yeah. getting the spoiler alert, I don't want to mess with them. I learned from Wade a couple uh, of months, or maybe it was a year ago when he got fed up that the they were giving spoilers out on the app. Well, they said major breaking news spoiler alert, and in parentheses, so you had to click on it to read what happened. So it's not like a oh, pay-per-view well, where they go such and such, be such and such, which like still is a spoiler for people not wanting. Damn it, you know. But for this, this is like something they are they have to put a spoiler warning and give people the opportunity to not. Loyal. Oh my. Oh my. I guess you read it. Oh my. Oh, that's just that's delightful. That and that takes out the argument people had for the other thing. Okay. Yes. I am here for it. So I was talking to Willis when that when that broke, and he thinks it's going to be uh, Argano and, and SummerSlam and. Argano takes it, finally. Anyway, we'll talk well, about that Well, that's what I mean. Later. Like, remember the argument, yeah, we'll talk about it in VIP, but the argument people were saying is those two guys don't need to fight anymore unless it's, you know, now it is. Right. So, yeah, yeah okay. And now it is, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Anybody that didn't, yeah, they, yeah, it's hard. Anyway. If you don't All know, right. now um, you know. I'm sorry. Damn, Marty, what happened? Oh, he bitched out. Am, am I reaching? Rick's voice was like, oh, no. Oh. Am I reading anything before we do VIP? Because I'm driving home now. Um, I just, I just picked up. <laughs> I got this Winona Herb uh, Greatest Hits. It was a dollar, so I was like, all right. And I got this Rat Queens one shot, and it's them in the in like this post-apocalyptic like. So instead of like, you know, elves and forests and enchanted potions and shit, it's like. It's basically them, like Akira. Like it's futuristic. Yeah. Um, but, let's see. Uh, what about any of the usual ones? Fucking Margaret Stoll is back to writing Captain Marvel. And I'm livid. Goddamn livid. She's wow. got a new number one called The Life of Captain Marvel. Um... That there was no digital code, I had to take email uh, Marvel like, yeah, what the fuck? Where's my digital code at? 
but 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 stuff that you would read. I got Domino four. I got Ant Man and the Wasp two and three. I wish they stick with the microverse. I do not. I do not like calling it the quantum realm. Like, why do they do little stuff well, like that? Like, why do they call it the quantum realm in the movie, but the fan, but the microverse in the book? Because in the in the movie they can't use microverse because there's rights issues associated with that. Why can't so they, they use can't it in the book then? Why ain't those rights issues? Because it's, it's different media. It's different media. It's like they have full control of Hulk in the comics, but when they go to movies. They have to use him as an ancillary character, or the rights are with Universal. That's why they could never do a World War Hawk movie, but they did the book on their own with no one's permission. And to be honest, the reason, um, and Deep Hawk did a great job explaining that. For those people who haven't seen that man, um, they talk about the quantum realm a lot, and the quantum realm and how they describe it. Uh, leads to uh, remember they mentioned like the time portals yeah and they also lead to like Michelle Pfeiffer uh, having you know being in that the power she is the way to get him out will involve using like if it involves flooding the earth with those particles you know what that does No. Creates mutants. Creates what? Mutants. Usage? So that is the... Wait, it creates what? Fusion? Mutants. Mutants. Oh, muties. Just say filthy muties. I would have have got it. Oh, my God. Yeah, so that is very... I mean, unless a filthy mutie's eight feet tall and worth $100 million, then, you know, then he's, then he's a good mutie. Right. That's what we should do from now on. Replace the N-word with mutie every time we quote Hulk Hogan and see if people are like, well, it's not that bad. <laughs> when you put it that way, I mean, uh, Yeah, we'll talk about Ant-Man and the Wasp, too, so it'll be a... Well, it'll be a pretty okay, so spoiler, well. full of spoilers. Uh, VIP, we'll talk about uh, NXT and Ant Man and Wasp. I've got some issues. I got some time, timeline issues. This movie, I, I, I'm confused. Okay. With we'll Ant Man and Wasp. We'll okay. And, and the whole snap and and all that, like, you know. I am confused. Um, well, it was. But, yeah, but in was, the meantime, he was, on house arrest for, he was on house arrest for two years, and there was two years between. Uh, right. Civil right. War and. And Ant Man and the Wasp was about the last three days of his of his house arrest, and then the post credit, or I should say the mid the mid the mid credit, where the where the big reveal happens, was let's say two weeks. After his, you know, not two weeks, however long it took him to build a, a miniature tunnel. Right. And did they build a miniature tunnel or did they just shrink it down? Like, I got questions. <laughs> that is a good question. I think they built yeah. it. Yeah. Because I think they like, built, why would like, you build one. They just build it. Shrink yeah, they build it regular size and then they shrink it. Like they did their building and everything. Um, right. 
And also, so, again, the time between him getting his ankle bracelet off at the end of the movie and the time that the yeah. snap happens in the mid-credit, like, why wasn't he helping them? Why, why, why didn't he not know what was going on in the world? Anyway, like I said, we'll get to it. Let's, uh, in the meantime, talk to Pharrell, and we can get out of here and see you a little later. Uh, Pharrell, what's going on, man? What's going on, Sam? What's going on, Rich? How y'all doing? And, 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 and real quick, Rich, if you could take your phone out of the tumble dryer, that would be great. And the rail turned down or TV or whatever. I, it sounds I like it's not in the dryer. I just have it on my uh, Bluetooth, which for some reason is just acting up. Hold on one second. Or maybe, oh, maybe it's being a jerk and it's not on Bluetooth. No. All right, hold on a second. Yeah. Ah, there we go. God damn. Yeah, I don't know why my Bluetooth's acting up driving. Trav, you know some things can happen in the same year, just not at the same time. You could have got off um, probation in January, and the snap happened in November, and they built that, right. and it took them a few months to build that. Because remember, it took them almost two years to build it without her. I get it. Right. That's that. That's fine, but they were just like, hey, let's go back into the quantum realm and gather some uh, healing things for Ghost, our new pal Ghost. And like, hey, there's an invasion happening. Fucking Thanos is here. Why is it? Why aren't you? Why aren't you focused on that? Well, wait. So remember, when rem- it happened. Nothing. The time. Remember, that, that, that happened to when that happened in like a day and a half. You gotta remember, she gave them knowledge that they couldn't find there while she was in the uh, when she took over uh, what you call his body. So she got uh, probably that extra knowledge that she had helped speed up the process, which they showed you in the movie earlier, how she was able to figure out the coordinates and help them out when they were stuck and lost, when neither him or the daughter could figure it out. So that's the indication of telling you how they was able to build that within a few months in quicker speed. Again, she I'm not focused on knowledge. the building. I don't care if it, they built that thing in two days, two months, or an entire year, January to, to November, like you said. I don't care. It's their attitude when they're five minutes before the snap happens, and everybody's hunky-dory. He's just, hey, headed into the quantum zone, uh, quantum realm to go get some healing powers, healing properties for, for our new buddy ghost. And nobody's talking. I, okay, it happened all in a day and a half. But they should have been like. Because he hasn't been in communication with them for two years. He he wasn't in communication. Damn, this was um, happening on a global um, scale. Like they didn't get a they didn't get a news alert. They went, but here's it. the thing, Travis. On the on the first end of it is there's been stuff that's gone down since he was on house arrest that he didn't participate in. Second, when it came to the Thanos and the invasion stuff, it would it, by the time everyone knew it was game over, it was already too late. So he wouldn't have known about Wakanda going crazy because no one knew about Wakanda. They opened the doors, but and they didn't know he had it like that. in Wakanda. <laughs> and they don't have news in Wakanda. So you're not able to spy on them and report about that type of stuff. They don't allow you to do that just because they opened the doors. So, I mean, Infinity Wars did not only happen. You bring your fake news in there. But I'm just saying, it didn't happen 
it didn't happen over a, a wide scale over a week or a month. It was only a few days. Think, think about it like Darrell saying. From oh, think about it from this perspective, Travis. In the span of the time he's been in jail, New York City has had a vulture gang attacking various parts of the eastern seaboard, culminating in a fight in New York. You've had uh, issues with um, the returning S.H.I.E.L.D. people and the Kree, which we don't even know about yet from the television show. All the crap that's going on with the street-level people. And why would he? Like, that's just, that's not my zone. I don't handle my zone. And they didn't call him in. Because remember, think about it on the flip side with Infinity War. There wasn't time to call everybody in. Remember, it was essentially the people happened, that were in they just the... Uh, even if they were just assuming right. Ant-Man was on on house arrest still. Like, okay, I'm, I get it. They think they think they needed him. They asked about him. They wanted his help, but they just went, oh, he's on house arrest. Again, even if but it had been a thing. few weeks They didn't or have months, him in the crew, Travis. Wait, 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 wait. Like, let me, let me. Even if the Avengers and the people, the, those guys just assumed he was still on house arrest and the news hadn't got out that, you know, it's not like he threw a I'm off house arrest party. I'm, I don't understand how when everything is happening, when the world starts um, uh, falling apart, when Thanos starts showing up and, and all this stuff, how how Scott Lang, how Hank Pym, how none of those people in that crew got any kind of heads up or an alert or anything that they're running from the, the they running from the, the universe is under attack. Any of that stuff. They, they would not know the universe is under. Yeah, they, they had no. Well, first of all, think about it this way: the group that let, escaped the prison escaped the prison. He never escaped the prison. He took the deal, and he went on house arrest. So that's the end of Captain America: Civil War. When when he showed up, right. apparently Lang stayed when Captain America went to break everybody out. He took the deal. Okay, Lang, Lang and Hawkeye stayed. It actually does affect because you just said, why didn't these guys get put? The people that got called in were the people that were with him on the Avengers, Damn. like the underground. I'm being very secret specific Avengers. to the, to the mid credit. Yeah. Thanos showed up. Scene. Thanos showed up it was, it in Wakanda. It only happened for he a showed day. up in Wakanda. Nobody know about Wakanda. Day. There's no news on Wakanda. And right. person only went on for right. a day, I Think about it like this. Um, um, the, the so with everything happening who, off um, planet, Samuel Jackson is. It was just happening that same day. It was only a day. It wasn't a no, two no, no. day, I, I, four-day event. I'm un, I'm acknowledging the brevity, the fact that it happened in a, it happened like that. I don't want to say in a snap, but it happened in a day, a day and a half, two days max. But did every all the intense stuff happen off planet? Because I remember Loki got murked. Uh, off right. planet, but like off when planet. Ebony Maw was having those fights and stuff like that. Ebony was, Maw that happened in London. Streets. That happened okay. in London, yeah, but that happened in like, London nobody, and no one saw it. Nobody seen. Nobody saw nobody that. Seen it, so you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to tell. The news wouldn't know what happened. All they know is destruction happened, so you wouldn't be able to say that. The the stuff that happened in New York. You see, um, right? Ebony Mall was, was driving his, in it. They was they were driving. He sent him. To, uh, figure he out sent what was him going to on go like, go, like, hey, you're my advance team, basically. So 
So even if that yeah. news well, came out, it'd be like, well, too. Ebony Maul's attacking, uh, I don't know. Okay, y'all well, might be if right. You, and I if you, well, think of it this way. Go back, a couple of, and, and, go back a couple of years and look at when the Chitauri invasion happened and Hank Pym didn't show up for that because he can't stand the Stark family. Like, so in this movie, eventually Ant-Man taught us how much he is a petty human being. I'm a petty man. Hank Pym is petty on a million. And he thinks he's smarter than everybody, so he's going to cu- cut off communication, not going to worry about the outside world. Now he got his white boy. Right. I'm with, I'm with Darrell. Just for Scott Lane to be there, that means he has to cut off all ties to the outside world, so it will be no way for them to get in contact with them, especially – um, what you call it, just was trying to figure out what's going on, him and Maria Hill, and they got snapped away. And he's the most prepared person out of anybody. So if right. he didn't yeah, have he didn't time know. to figure it out, nobody had time to figure it out or uh, uh, gather up forces because he's the most prepared the way, of everybody. Right, and the way I looked at it was, Travis, as we know from the comic books, if there's anyone to have the that the worst luck, like right after he leaves to go do that experiment, the TV talks about it. It right. would be Scott Lang. Absolutely. Or Gassy's calling Absolutely. him, and the cell phone's off. Can't catch a goddamn break. Can't, but the I thing mean, with God it is, damn. and we're we're gonna get to we're gonna get to this in the spoilers. But because of the uh, quantum realm having the time bubbles, this is gonna be something that happened like that Avengers run that happened a few months ago. I I was talking with you on VIP about where. I believe that's going to open up an opportunity for things to become retconned. So instead of him being in a, a guy that joined the Avengers as of Civil War because of that time trouble, he might become an original Avenger. The only because they have set photos of them. Right. Like, so the set photos they leaked a couple of months ago, they were recreating the Battle of the Chitauri in New York, and Lang was in the group of the Avengers defending New York. So he right, could be he the guy there. falling through time. Right. He could be the guy right, that goes through time. set that up before he went in. Don't get sucked into a time portal. Don't this. Because I want right. to – did you, you – did, hey, Darrell, do you fuck with Dopesville comics? That seems like right at, right up your alley. No. Oh, oh, no. absolutely. Check out Dopesville comics. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Just, just, I'm just as far as, like, the tone the and, um, like – guy that does it like yeah it's right up all of our alleys for for yeah surface surface reasons <laughs> um <laughs> but he was saying he was like yeah. like given his theories like of why like could it be a time could 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 he but how can you just like say you see a time vortex off in the distance and you're like you know yeah. you're scott in the quantum realm and you've been there for Whatever you don't know time you have just been there forever nobody's coming to get you. Do you just want to jump into a time fucking vortex? <laughs> and end up Depending on how long you've been there, you might. They, they also can introduce the micro universe. They still haven't went all the way down to the micro universe where you get wait, wait, wait. The I thought the micro universe. But no, 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 Darrell. The, the micro universe is in the movies for rights purposes. They can't use it in movies. Oh, see, that's why I'm saying. See, I ain't know. See. Because they, yeah. Oh they, yeah. Before you got on the phone, inside of that, the micro yeah. universe Here, where you get um, yeah. Captain Universe from. That's what I was gonna say. That's where it's gonna tie into Captain Marvel and Captain Universe and all that because. And then also Quasar. I was saying Darrell, Quasar and the fact that the radiation that they were talking about in that movie, if they use that to flood the Earth in order to reverse some of the Thanos finger snap, 
that creates mutants. Yep, and that's how you can introduce. That's why they, um, people saying him being down there is a, is going to be big for the future on the uh, you know the Marvel universe. Could Ant Man's not going to show up in Captain Marvel? Like he's not going to go through a time, you know. Time no, vortex. but the thought is that Captain Marvel, when when that beeper, she could have been in the quantum realm, and that ah. that's something because people were thinking she's in space. If she was in space, she would have heard of it. If she's in the quantum realm, because remember she has all those powers, the, the cosmic powers, she has the ability right, to right. go through things like that. And then they also or allegedly have Monica Rambeau cast, and she as and she well has as um, awareness. So she would know that automatically what's going on. Right. If you got cosmic awareness, you know what's going on in the universe. So. Can and then they also might have cast how, uh, how, how great Doc the character Hampton? Carol Danvers is and, and her powers are like just the best, right? She's right? a cheat code. Yeah, She's going to be the yeah. best. Moving on. I mean, hopefully well, she doesn't have a pension for making brutal them. mistakes. It depends on how they tell it, though, because, you know, um, they overpower her later on in um, the um, Marvel comic books um, that's coming out now, but she was never that strong in, unless she was binary. That's when she, you know, she had her mutant power right, out, and she got the power, power of cosmic. So, and that's, and that, that's one thing, Darrell, they might not go into Captain too much. Remember, she was low. Remember, she was lower power for like 20, 30 years because most of her powers hadn't returned after Rogue stole. She would, she died once Rogue touched her. She died. She was somebody in the figment of the back of um, Rogue's mind that was trying to take over Rogue's body and be, almost becoming a villain. So, <laughs> and then they brought her back to life and they took and they took all of that away when she was just Miss Marvel. So, peep game. So somebody said, I think it was Preeti uh, Chibber uh, from the Strong Female po- uh, Characters podcast. But on Twitter, she was saying, um, or she like retweeted somebody that was like, "Cause they talking about, oh, we need a Black Widow movie. Like, we do? Yeah, they're coming like, out with one. Sorry. They already um, red-lighted. Yeah, they got a director or a writer or something set up for it, yeah. Yeah, whatever. Well, and, because and remember, the, she the push was like, oh, go ahead, I'm sorry. Well, the tweet that she retweeted was like, I will take, um, like, a bad Miss Marvel movie over, like, a good Black Widow movie any day. I don't think it was put like that, but she, the, the, the gist was, I'd rather a Miss Marvel movie over a damn... I think she's more interesting like, than Miss um, Marvel. Oh, listen, here's the thing uh, about Miss Marvel. I, I think Miss Marvel, and I was talking to Palm a little bit about this, I think Miss Marvel is going to make a lot of money because there's only been, like, three times. Like, he's a good, uh, like, he's a great, like, mastermind when it comes to this. But Kevin Feige has been excited three times about movies, and they've all paid up. When he was talking about Guardians of the Galaxy, when he was talking about Black Panther, and now when he's talking about this. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I cannot wait for you guys to see it. I like a regular ass like spy assassin with no power. She just, you know, she's a good fighter and you know, she's so regular. She's I can't get past her surviving all these fucking movies. Like, how is 
Black Widow's still alive. Like, I just think back to the scene in the, the first Avengers where the Chitauri attack and, and and everybody's, like, fighting. And here she is with her regular ass running, shooting her little pistols. Like, fucking Thor is struggling with these guys and, and Hulk and stuff. And here she is with her. And then fucking Hawkeye with his little bow and arrow. Like, uh, y'all don't get out of here, y'all. But anyway, um, I think, yeah, I think a Miss Marvel origin story is way bit more interesting, and, and the her shape shifting ability and all that way more interesting than Romanov well, and her pulling the red robe. They can't tell a real origin story, so they have to make that up because um they don't they haven't introduced the Kree. Um, they don't say nothing about well, her being a mutant. Oh, they got Miss Marvel to do that. I mean, they got Captain the Marvel to do. They haven't That's put we'll the um, mutants in there, but two. But the Kree is a big is a big time deal, you know. They already took the Kree out of there because they took Captain Marvel out of there because you never told the first time Thanos came and got all the the, uh, the stones the first. So time you're saying that because they Marvel haven't set up the Kree and 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 well, the Kree are set up. They, yeah, they 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 mentioned the Kree and stuff in Agents of Shield. TV. So like people know it's not like it hasn't been in the movies yet, but the Kree the. The scrolls haven't been mentioned yet, but that's going to be fun when they put that out because then we get to play the game of how many of the original Avengers aren't the original Avengers and when did they get jacked? Like oh, one of the theories is secret, Hulk. Secret Wars? That's where you have to talk about um, the Illuminati and all of that because they was the reason the scroll took, was able to take over and duplicate everybody when they took. Tony Stark, uh, um, Professor X, and all of them, them guys, and took them hostage when they came up to the set, talking, they, thinking they were going to run shop. And them boys caught them, wiped it out of their minds that they tortured them and did all these experiments on them and sent them back. <laughs> and then so came who, to the planet and get, took over. So who else do we get in the Captain Marvel movie? You said we get Monica. You get uh, Monica Rambeau. Uh, you get Metro. young Nick Fury, three roles. Are we going um, to get really what I'm I think. Are we going to get goddamn Blue Marvel? We probably won't. We're going to get Rambo. We might get Blue Marvel. We may get Marvel. Probably get Marvel. I don't know about Blue Marvel. Yeah, I think Blue Marvel will be something they say for down the road, like Phase Four. Because he's already talking about he's already talking about Kamala Khan, so Phase Four is going to be lit. She's the most popular um, out of all the women in Marvel. She's probably the most popular one there. If you go, to she's certainly the most popular one in stuff like that. Yeah, and they're doing it right because if you get someone like that, it's just like with Tom Holland. You get someone young, and as they age up. You you have two or three years between the movies anyway. They're going to always fit the age they're trying to play. And like by the time Homecoming comes yeah. around, he's two he's two years older. So he looks like he had a little more hair on his head. Okay, Peter's a senior. Mm-hmm. You never have to worry about that like like we suffered in the 90s. Like every 19-year-old looks 38. <laughs> yep. That's what's... So I'm hoping Blue Marvel – listen, 
if they want to if they want to mess with my world, I'd make Blue Marvel someone like Denzel. Like remember, Blue Marvel's like like eighty eight years old, and he looks like he's you know, right forty two. That's why you say you get someone like Denzel. Because shoot, you look at the way like uh, Paul mentioned this in his podcast. You got Michael Douglas in Ant Man, Michelle Pfeiffer in Ant Man. So for something like this, if you get Denzel or an established older black actor for Blue Marvel, they don't have to do much. You just need CGI. Oh my God! I mean, Paul Rudd's fifty. Fam, the the uh, I was watching. My audience didn't didn't audibly gasp, but I was watching um, the, uh, fuck, what's that page I follow on on Twitter, but I was watching a review, or not on Twitter, on YouTube, I was watching a review from uh, from those guys, and they were saying, not After Buzz TV, not Mixed TV, but they were like, it hit their audience when they showed that throwback scene, that flashback to when Janet and Hank were going, you know, before they went off on that on their last minute meet minute uh, business meeting yeah. that got her killed, they he said his crowd, his audience went, whoa, like look how young, look how oh GameSpot Universe, that's a good channel to to follow. Um, he he said their his crowd audibly like gasped and like like wow, because it looked so good. Like, it did not look like, oh, look at the CGI. You can see it around the edges. It just looked like young, it looked like Michelle Pfeiffer and fucking, and Penguin, Batman 2. Yes. And that's the thing. Like, they do such a good job with the technology, so, so you, and they've mastered I, I, it. No, I was worried about Samuel Jackson. Like, Samuel Jackson and in, in, in in Captain Marvel is going to look Stupid when they try to young, but I forget they do such a good. They did a good job in uh, was it Guardians? Where and then even if you look young? at what they did with Lawrence Fishburne, they did what they did with uh, Captain America and some of the other people where it was a family member. Oh, like what they did with Black Panther. It was his son, and then they CGI'd his face onto his son. Oh shit. Like, that's what they did. Remember with Black Panther when they had the young version of the king when he uh, stabbed his brother in the in the uh, apartment? Yeah. yeah. That was the actual dude's son. Oh, the real-life actor's son. Right. Like in Fast and the Furious, most of the scenes, uh, what do you call it? Yeah. That was his brother. With Paul Walker. They used his brother's body and then superimposed his face on him for most of the movie to finish it. And that led to a big question with like, do you earn, do you, can you buy the rights to someone's body, like image posthumously? Because the same thing happened in Star Wars with uh, the one admiral who died like 20 years ago. Hmm. But Marvel Uh, nailed um, it because they own, Disney owns ILM. And because they own ILM, they can mess with that. And Pixar, they can do all that stuff. But because once I figured out, once I realized, like, oh, this is, like, real, the technology is, like, absolute. Like, you don't have to worry about it. I stopped, like, I didn't think, I was like, oh, Captain Mar- Sam Jackson and Captain Marvel is going to be fine. And you know what happens with it, Travis? It takes movie. time. If, you you know, need to, if you're going to do that to do it scenes, right. Those were just scenes. A few scenes. But those scenes were the first Sam scenes Jackson's they did. It takes 90 Sammy Jackson the whole 
time. So go ahead. But th- that's the thing. It takes six months to do those scenes and render it correctly. So oh. that's why they do it. So they time it. So that's they've been done with Captain Marvel for. They're gonna be by the time it comes out, they'll be done with it for about nine months, which will give them enough time to get it all cleaned up. Whereas with uh, DC, when they made the uh, the, the, the Justice League movie, they they said, "Well, we need six months. You got six weeks." <laughs> That's how you can tell the stupid. Yo, and I and I've been seeing those commercials it. for for Teen Titans. It's like, man. They like I always hear how they get it. Cam loves that show. Josh loves that show. Yes. And it's like, oh, they oh, I do love it too, get yeah. it. Like in two separate previews, I I heard them say Deadpool, and I heard them say Guardians of the Galaxy. Not even the same damn property. Oh yeah. Yeah, because they they talk about the, the fact that Deadshot is like, are you Deadpool? Yeah. You look like that. Are you <laughs> gonna crack anime, some jokes? The anime movie is always good though. The DC anime movies are always oh, good. yeah. Yeah, Flash Gordon was great. Any of the anime. The death of Superman that they Why can't that breed? Why that can't that uh, translate? Why does that not because translate? Because it's separate people. Their, uh, it's separate people. It's separate people. It and they're stupid and they want big stars. Just like they finna mess And they want to do these one shots now. This, um, which makes it. Uh, light up shirt chest. <laughs> this glowing um, Thunderbolt chest. <laughs> that, that looks cartoonish and whack. <laughs> so, Wait, don't, on, don't, don't, don't Black up. Lightning have a light up? Glowing fucking lightning bolts on his chest. Ooh, <laughs> but that's part. That's that's how his suit. But the way they do his suit is mechanical. If you look at the show and stuff like that, this is just a regular costume. Look like that. He got a flashlight stuck in his chest and it glows. And that's something that um, Shazam stuff never did. <laughs> I see if it okay, was magical so yeah. and they did that, but no. <laughs> Marvel putting ten years up in their stuff. This this go off for ten years of developing their movies and really concentrating on them. That's why I don't understand um, how they're gonna do introduce the creep when I think um, Sam Jackson only started working on his initiative, his Avenger initiative once people like um, Tony Stark them start popping up around the world and um, Thor Hammer crashed down. And stuff like that. That's when he started working on it, and he didn't mention anything about knowing about the Cree or none of that. If this is gonna happen pre um, younger um, Sam uh, Sam Jackson, so that's that's gonna be a sticky point for me. I want to figure out how they're gonna do it. Well, I mean, look at everything else he had. Everything was compartmentalized. He didn't talk about at any point the fact that he had the Winter Soldier on payroll for fifty years. He didn't yeah. talk about for the you Avengers got, Initiative you think about that it. they had. Um, With, um, Tony breaking in and start stealing all of this information and stuff like that. That that uh, was the cause of how Shield started eventually uh, falling because you remember the higher up had stuff that Samuel Jackson didn't know nothing about with Hydra until that moment and start and he started creeping in and looking and started questioning them and that's when you got Winter Soldier that came up next. Yeah, and with those stuff, though, he never knew. Like, even with the stuff that they look with that, he didn't see any of the secret Hydra files. Like, the Hydra files existed then. And I think it's just a matter of, remember, they were just looking for certain things. He was looking to prove, yeah. oh, here are these files. And it, like you said, it was at such a level with that other stuff, he probably couldn't, he could have broken in if he had time, but they were so busy just trying to be jerks 
And that's the other thing with Tony, his arrogance. If he actually was committed to bringing the information to the people, he could have figured out all the bodies that S.H.I.E.L.D. had buried. He just wanted to prove that in that moment, Fury was lying to them. But, but you got to think about it like this. This is why I was saying them higher-ups knew everything that he knew, but he didn't know everything that they knew. So how was he able to hide Miss Marvel and probably the Cree technology that helped made her, how did he was able to hide all of that from them when they knew it all, they knew everything that he knew, but he didn't know everything. Well, that's knew. the thing. He he always mentioned in uh, uh, Winter Soldier how he lost his eye because he wasn't paying attention. We're going to see how he lost his eye, and we're also going to see that probably precipitated him having his own side stuff. We're going to make that movie awesome, that right there, because of the unknown that you don't know, and they're going to let you know. Yeah, and that's why I like the time portal stuff with the with the quantum realm because then you get mutants, you get all these other things, and because of the time being so screwed up. Time portals. Well, here's the thing too to counter that. This was the million. This is the one in fourteen million shot. So this is the <laughs> shot that worked. Doctor Strange. Yeah. And so Doctor Strange is like, okay, the only way this is gonna work is this idiot who we're not even dealing with is gonna go in time and mess with time. stuff. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah. And then again, going back to Scott Lang, if there's anyone that would be that one in 14,380,000 shot, it would I mean, be Scott Lang. Can he catch a break? That's all I'm asking. This would be the biggest break ever. It got to be a fucking billion, t- billion, uh, but, but one in a billion. Here's the thing, Travis. Somehow which would he be... up and get it. Somehow he left up and no, get no. it, though. He left up and get it. <laughs> I don't think it's going to mess up, though. What I think, Darrell, is this will be typical Scott Lang. He's going to save the universe, but because of the way it happens, no one will ever know. That's what I'm saying. He looks up. So it'll be like that. It'll be like Deadpool. At the end of Secret Empire. Yeah, it'll be. (laughs) Right. Like the reality got changed. Scott Lang's not a fucking piece of shit. Right. He won't be wanted as a traitor and a criminal. He'll just be, you know, one of the founding Avengers. And they see him as like kind of like a hanger on. It's like, well, what's this guy's power? Shrinks. Ooh. Damn, I don't understand why people don't why why that's a fucking power to that you uh, that you down that you look your nose down like the Beatle. She and at the end of the the the, the 2016 Ant Man run that I finally got through a few weeks yeah. ago. She was bitter because she's like, you know how it feels to be one of the only insect, you know, insect supers that can't shrink? <laughs> it's humiliating. Yeah, and this purple that's and tough. green uh, color scheme? What, are beetles purple and green? And like Scott's like, somebody's like, uh, I think uh, there's one species that. She's like, shut up. I don't. That was a rhetorical question. <laughs> so, but I don't see how people just, or how people just immediately disrespect that, that, that gimmick but i think you because can't they see it is like seeing the wasp more than seeing scott in the first ant-man fight because his was just a lot of you know he wasn't the whole point of ant-man one was he was learning as he went right. along well janet whereas janet's been training hope, her whole life well hope is a yeah she's a g brother, when yeah. she was fighting those uh those those gangster dudes and in, in, in that when she met up with that uh the guy to get that component that fight was fantastic. How just and she's on the chandelier. <laughs> Stop shooting the chandelier! Oh, quick, quick time out. <laughs> Travis Durrell, I'm gonna wish you goodbye. Travis, I'll see you hey, at 10:30 yeah. because 
I gotta I gotta yeah, go give sounds- my wife a happy anniversary and give her a card and whatnot. So I'll see y'all later. Oh, I know what that means. <laughs> um, so yeah, Darrell, it's a perfect time to go get get your wrestling question. Limit it to one because I want to get the hell out of here. <laughs> I'm saying that man. <laughs> hey, um, I, I this is a question that I have, and I was gonna send in um for um Rich um later um. Do you know how many hours, um, how long is the um, New Japan show? Oh, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Well, my reason on asking that, because my whole question is, is how fickle wrestling fans are sometimes and how they, their arguments to certain things be null and void before they even make the argument. They always talk about New Japan in the high, highlights and all of this, but all their shows are at least four to five hours. But they complain <laughs> about Raw. <laughs> but they complain about Raw, which is three hours, and stuff like that, or the pay-per-view. But you are always screaming about how you need New Japan and we, they need more of this, and all their shows are five hours at least. <laughs> yeah. That's at least. The G1 shows, everything. Yeah. Look, but if, if can, Raw in 1999 was three hours, nobody would have been complaining. Most people wouldn't have been because it was so hot. They had so much good stuff going. They had such good creative, you know, relatively speaking, um, that it was that it was fine. That we wanted more, and the fact that it was two hours at the end of Raw, you're like, ah, oh, goddamn it, I gotta wait six more days, you know, seven more days to to get this resolved, or the pay per view this Sunday. It's just you like something you don't mind more of it. Raw just isn't isn't on fire, isn't that great? So you know you gotta. And and that's my whole thing about them misusing the time because if you get more matches and you put more people on the show, and maybe the people who you're trying to build up, their feuds go from week to week, and they blow off on Raw, and you don't have to keep seeing the same um, two, uh, three segments of Roman. And all of those guys, they'll be even more hotter, and they wouldn't be so cold because they wouldn't get messing with one segment a show or maybe one segment every other week because you're doing so much stuff and you're giving out so much wrestling content because people don't pay or don't watch Raw for the comedy, don't watch it for the snippiness or the stupidness. The hottest thing on Raw this week was Ronda Rousey coming out being a badass. Forget the story. Forget why she jumped over the rail and all of this stuff. Forget trying to tell that story. Let her come out, be a badass, come out there, almost snap, Alexa Bliss story. And now that's the hottest fuel probably on SummerSlam. That's probably going to be the hottest fuel in the hottest match, even though I think SmackDown probably going to have the next four hottest matches. Who um, We probably get AJ versus um, Joe. See whoever Nakamura face for the title, Jeff Hardy versus um, um, Randy Orton, and um, potential a match of the night show if they finally make the main card, Sanity versus um, New Day. Well, you can't forget Brian and and and, and Miz and Brian and um Brian and and the Miz because that's that's make their four Brian and Miz. The U.S. title, yeah. the the WWE title, and that, but Ronda them still going to be probably the hottest one because that's who everybody feels the bad, the the most badass person on both shows is Ronda Rousey, 
and that say something right there. And let's just say something about the comparisons between Alexa Bliss and um, Carmella. Carmella. She, she's yeah. lifting people up in the, in the hottest match. And what happened if Carmella beat Becky Lynch at SummerSlam? That'll be a low point. <laughs> <laughs> and you might have to make that a triple threat because no way you can have Becky Balboa, who all the fans respect me, and have her in one of those two- to three-minute matches where there ain't no wrestling. Because, yes, Becky makes fans feel some type of way when she talks, but if you have her in this same comedy bull that you done had Charlotte and Oscar in, you, Becky lose her talent. Right, and it has to be comedy bull because if you can't have a legit straight-up hair, Carmella go out there for 12 minutes and, and keep the crowd. She can't do that. Yep. So she that doesn't lose, have that, the that ability to do that. Becky lose her skills because she. Well, you see when she's right. doing she two of those tongues to and stuff, that stuff brings her down a little bit. But when she's just telling you her goals and what she's trying to do and how she respects the fans, that's cool. But that's talking before the match. Her, most of her skills come out and during the match in the, in, ring. In the ring. That's what makes um, fans. That will make fans like her and respect her and want to see her. So that that's the whole thing. And another match that you're going to have on that card, probably Roman versus Brock. You could have two low matches. It's, I want to see how they put that card together. Yeah, I'm thinking it's going to be uh, Lashley versus Brock and Roman versus Baron Corbin. That would be the better story. Now you can have Roman yeah. chasing um, Bobby Lashley, and then you can turn Bobby Hill or something like that, because that would best fit him. That would be, but you know Vince, he want that Roman, he want that Roman, and I'm not betting against Roman winning <laughs> until I see it. Yeah. Wish for the best, but expect the worst. <laughs> so I expect the worst and wish for the best. Yeah, yeah, hope for the best, but yeah, expect the worst. Oh, that's a good motto, <laughs> and a good and a good place to end. Uh, appreciate you, Darrell, as always. No problem. All right, man. Talk to you next time. All right, so that does it for us tonight. Um, we'll be back next week, same time, same channel. VIP folks, click over. Uh, Rich and I will be back. We will be back, uh, or we'll be by for VIP some VIP content. In a little bit, so click over and go listen to that. And uh, yeah, so that does it. So I appreciate everybody's uh, time and energy and their calls and emails and tweets. And um, yeah, if you listen to this and like I said, you want to get your voice heard, uh, hit us up on the uh, voicemail tip 415-787-5229. That'll uh, get your voice heard on the East Coast cast, whether you uh, are live or not. So do that. And until next time, talk to you later. I'm out.